Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to a very special episode of Mad Get Radio, where I'm joined by several illustrious guests. In the red corner, we have the scourge of Scandinavia and known undertable snoozer. It's Henry P. Miller from the Hammer Time Podcast. Say hi, Henry. Hello, guys. <laughs> Scandinavian scourge. I like it. That's definitely going to be the title for the weekend. And <laughs> in the opposite corner, the blue corner... We have two vagabonds and womanizers whose sultry tones will have you eating out of their hands. It's Paul Godbold and Matt Big Game Hunter Paris from the Fantasy Wargame Podcast. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. I'm locked and loaded. You clearly wrote this down. How are you? (laughs) Well drilled and well oiled. (laughs) Did not know Matt was going to say hello first. (laughs) Well, you know, I always like you to come first, Paul. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that didn't take long. Between you and me. Oh dear. Evening all. How are we doing? Do, do you go big game hunting together? <laughs> every now and then. Every now and then. I'm still trying to work out where, where did this come from, Matt? Where, what, where, how did you earn that title? Oh, it's the Safari in Novisad, mate. Safari. Wet plush for days. You played the same strip club as we did. So all starting to make sense now. Yeah. <laughs> Solid so plan, uh, well, unfortunately, uh, I am not joined by my faithful sidekick and companion uh, because Paul has succumbed to the coronavirus um, in an attempt to get out of edit in this podcast. So he won't be with us tonight, but he sends his regards. But the show Fake must news. go on. Fake news. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Buy those masks. Um, but the show must go on because we need to get this episode out so you guys can have a listen to it and uh, get your teeth stuck into these lists. Um so we're obviously going to be going over the list for the Scottish Championships 2020. But before we get into the list themselves, uh, while our guests should need no introductions, being podcast royalty, uh, we should educate any knaves out there who are living in ignorance and go around the virtual table and introduce ourselves. So let's start with Henry. Henry, who are you? Um, I am Henry P. Miller from the Amatime podcast. I guess I'm, uh, I'm on the advisory board for the Ninth Age. And uh, that gives me, like, a shiny red tag. And so I live in the ivory tower with all the executive boards. Yep, Shadow Council. Yeah. And uh, I also am the editor of the Ninth Scroll. And I am a member of the Irish ETC team. Very nice. Very swanky. Paul, who are you? Well, I was just going to interject on Henry, mate. You do a great job with that Ninth Scroll. And I appreciate you do most of that by yourself. I know it's all kind of volunteers that, that submit articles and stuff to you, mate, but... Kudos to you for, for bringing that out, because that really helps the hobby. Thanks. Like, it was actually brought to my attention recently, I think actually by whether it was you guys or something, that people seem to think that the a lot of the background is actually in the Night Scroll, which is, I mean, some of it is, <laughs> but it's like the maybe that's the best place to go for it. And so actually gives me quite a lot of responsibility in some ways. Yeah, I think I think what uh, it was staff, wasn't it, from tabletop uh, proxy table gaming was was mentioning it because he and Tom are doing something secret, something special, which I won't spoil. But um, but he's absolutely right. It's but it's one of those things where the ninth age is kind of 
moving slowly because obviously it's it's all done by volunteers and there's no big corporation behind it. Um, but obviously you releasing that scroll when you do is just a snapshot of moving the ninth page forwards almost by a pigeon step every time um, and adding something new. So that's really good. If you don't know where it is, well, shout out where the ninth scroll is. Which we found, it but it's, it's worth a read. Yeah, you can find it on the downloads tab on the Ninth Age forum. So when you go to download your army book, you can just keep scrolling down and you'll find it below. If you want a bit of a teaser for the next Night Scroll, I think by the time this is this podcast is released, the Night Scroll will probably be out. But um, there's going to be some some very uh, interesting sneak peeks for the Dreadelf Army book in the next Night Scroll. Ooh. And also um, a battle report using the Infernal Dwarves Army book. I was going to say, when's that dropping? Or has it dropped in my ignorance? It's uh, There's no date yet. Oh, okay. Fair enough then. It's getting close to completion though, yeah? Yeah. If, if I was going to like make an estimate, I would say within, I would say six weeks, maybe two months. Okay. It's, it's, very, it's been very delayed. It was supposed to be last month. Certainly the, uh, the project's moved on to artwork now because the fluff's all done. So it's, um, it's in its, its last, uh, last the lap of the track. But yeah, it, it is epic though. So keep your eyes open. It'd be fantastic. And yeah, I just want to reiterate what Paul was saying. Fantastic job you're doing, Scroll Henry. Much appreciated by the community. Thanks, uh, Matt. And, uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to see if my high elves that got battered back in issue nine or whatever it is get their revenge <laughs> this time. <laughs> You know, that was my first game in Ninth Age. Really? For the scroll. Yeah, that was my first game coming back. Yeah, yeah. Kev battered me with the uh, light, yeah, and then and then broadcast it to the entire community. <laughs> <laughs> As he does. <laughs> I give him his due, though. He used to lose a lot and still broadcast it. <laughs> so he's doing well these days, though. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's yeah, he's got a good list. He's got a good list at the moment. I think yeah. As we'll we'll come to you later, I think he's got a. A pretty strong list mm. for, uh, for Scotland, yeah. So, Henry, before we move on, can you confirm or deny that the new Infernal Dwarf book uh, will be, quote, bent as fuck? <laughs> if, if I'm honest, I I haven't really been following the progress of the book too much. Oh, great edge in there. Um, but there's some really cool things in there, and there's some, and some really nice designs from what I can see. Okay. So, I, th- I think people who are playing against Infernal Dwarves and playing with Infernal Dwarves will be pretty interested to see what happens. Okay, very diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly I've been uh, I've been writing the fluff for because I'm on the background team, so I've been writing the fluff for a lot of new units. Uh, I don't know what they do, but uh, they sound pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. I'd love to, I'd love to go further, but I dare. I, I think Ed might like literally climb out the phone and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All secretive. Did I hear as well on the old rumour wheel that the uh, the vermin are coming up after the dread elves? Is that right? That's correct. Did I notice that? So yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So, so the infernal dread elves and then vermin coming up, yeah. Infernal dwarves, dread elves, and vermin swarm. Yeah. There's a couple of um, there's a couple of other things coming up. So we've got the gold rule book coming out next, and then there's going to be a magic arcane supplement, uh, and then there's the orc Olympics to keep your eyes open. That'll be a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I believe the army books are in the order pre 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 selected there. So what, what's the gold war book then? Sorry, Andrew, I know we're going off on a day. Right. Is this uh, is this is this all the fluff that's going into the war book then? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the hey. uh, it's our kind of standalone flagship production. So that's been putting up. Uh, that's, that's obviously been a, a a massive effort from the background team recently going into that. Um, 
so yeah i mean that's that that that's just moved off of our table and onto art as well so um yeah so we're now gearing up for arcane uh the arcane compendium supplement which is really cool because you can fluctuate the depth of the sorry the thickness of the veil uh and that that's going to be quite an interesting um um aspect as well of, of the magic phase and then uh and, and then it's it's going to be back to to the army books id then vs uh, and then there's talk of koe if i'm not going too far oh okay uh, i think you are going too far matt <laughs> cut it cut it yeah, i'm just shot. i'm just excited because it's got horses in it yeah. <laughs> well, i say actually that, that was going to be my next army um it's a it's a story for another day well paul who are you me i'm me I am Paul Godbold from the Fantasy Wargaming Podcast, the UK number one podcast, apart from... Mm. <laughs> mm. No, I just... <laughs> I completely Fuck, we didn't let Jack Chapman get away with that shit either. <laughs> no, where is he these days, eh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But um, no, I'm basically, I'm based down in Dunstable, been playing for donkey's years, love Ninth Age, love like warhammer before ninth age became a thing but just think ninth age is the best thing since sliced bread really so started off playing vamps played elves for a while last year got bored pushing forwards chaos oh sorry no i'm not pushing forwards warriors of the dark gods <laughs> so um sorry no i'm not pushing forwards orcs i don't know what i'm doing these days <laughs> but um yeah that's me in a nutshell <laughs> and as if you need an introduction matt who are you <laughs> hey guys uh it's maddie p um so I'm on the background team, uh, working away in the background there, trying to uh, put the fluff together for the world. I kind of specialise on the equine and the geological bits of it, which is comes up more than you'd think, which is uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm I've been playing for years now. I'm no great shakes uh, playing at all. I'm I'm much much keener on the. Uh, on the hobby side of it but in more recent times i've been drafted into team scotland and uh, i'm super proud of that looking forward to etc next summer uh and essentially i'm a bit of a uh, a podcast merc for hire i think i've been on everyone's podcast apart from <laughs> yours henry but i'd just like to say <laughs> oh maybe we need to get you on then <laughs> yeah and that'll be the, then i'll have completed uh, all of the night <laughs> anyway yeah, it's good to be back on, Andrew. Thanks for having we, me. We can uh, we can get you on when I'm in Scotland, Matt. We can do yeah, a special, that'd be awesome, special mate, segment yeah. just for you. Oh, that'd be Sexual favours will get you a lot in this hobby, I tell you. <laughs> well, it's got me thus far. <laughs> got me into Team Scotland. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you everyone for coming on. I expect there's going to be quite a lot to get through, um, but it should be a lot of fun. Um, so, as you may have guessed, we'll be going through the list for the Scottish Championships. We'll be picking out our choices for best in race, and then we'll come together at the end and uh, chat about who we think is going to be on that podium at the end of day two. But, before we do that, have you had your daily dose of salt today? If not, it's time for a trip down everyone's favourite salt mine. Yeah, baby. It's all time. So guys, today's topic is going to be something that really pissed me off and nobody seems to care, which is the Sylvanas book, the over restrictions on it. It's like you open the book, you see, you read the rules and it's, oh, it's not bad. It's actually good. And then suddenly you start writing a list. And you find out, like, you cannot put more than two, three fathers just because. 
you need to put the monsters, the three, the two characters, or a dragon, another uh, three father ancient, for example, and a regular three father. Why? No reason. Oh, because it's too OP for the rest of the armies. Nobody asked me about the three pterosaurs or the sphinxes or the two freaking horrors that kill everything or all good things that are on the game that, yeah, oh, nobody asks the Sylvaneth about it. Then you, you continue reading and you have, oh, only 55 shots maximum. And it's like, what? It's the Sylvaneth. What the fuck is this? The Harrods can put way more than that. Uh, don't let me start. Don't make me start talking about the Skaven. Oh, Bermin Sword. So, this is ridiculous. Then you keep going, you keep going, and everything is restricted. So I think the only unit entry... Oh, no, there is two unit entries. One is the Dryads. But it's also... Well, it's kind of restricted by, like, four units. Yeah, let me check. Yeah, it's four units in the army. That's okay. It's not that bad. But then you go hit Riders, only three units, and then you share with the, the bows and, and Sinra rows and blah, 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 which is not really big for an army that is shooting. The only entry that is really, really, really non-restricted is the first guard, and which is suck, because you have dryers for them. And then you keep going, hit Riders, only three units, and you share the category with the Hunters and the Riders. Dryers are okay. The Rangers, only five units. Oh, well, it's Rangers. It's okay. Five units is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but you cannot really play MSU. The Thicket Beast, oh, the Thicket Beast. is like, you cannot put more than one character there because, come on, it's too OP. So they increase the points, the points of the of the unit because, well, they are, they are a strength five and resident five. So they are really broken. Yeah, have you read all the other monsters infantry in the book? Come on. The Eagles, fine. Blade Dancers, only three units. Yeah, whatever, nobody plays that many. But the, the, the most annoying one, and then Dancing Arons. It's like, come on. 30% max. And plus the other restriction. Like, if you start putting the, the Brain Maidens, if you put the, the Conclave, it's like, you run out of all the points there, and it's not that good like before. Uh, so this week, uh, Martin Morning does to discuss the Silver Elf book, which he believes is constricted with restrictions. Uh, he also wanted me to point out that he's really, really not happy about the competition between Pathfinders and Sentinels, and the fact that they um, are in their own category and then have restrictions placed upon that, on, on top of the bow restriction, <laughs> which is all too much for him, and it makes him very angry. Um, so, it'll be interesting to get your guys' opinion, because um, I'm actually tempted to agree with Martin. I don't know what you guys think. I agree as well. Like, it, it, if you, I think one, one point that I mentioned on the chat when we were talking about it was if you compare a, a ghoul champion to a dryad champion, yeah. uh, the ghoul champion, for, for 20 points, which is the standard price for a champion, it also becomes a musician. Yeah. So, it's actually half the price and does double the job yeah. but then you get the dryad champion and if you want to pay for a musician for a dryad dryad unit you have to buy a matriarch which is a hundred and something points <laughs> then put a 20 point upgrade on the dryad matriarch just to give the dryad a musician yeah and for me like for me if i want to play dryads i, I play silver so it's quite like it's, it's close to my heart and 
I want Dryad to have a musician because it'll make them so good or like at least better. And just the ghouls get it for free. <laughs> Why don't Dryads get it for free? Okay, let's not make well, a VC bashing exercise. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the no, help I, I can must, get. I must agree. Actually, I, I thought the whole point. I got very frustrated actually in the early stages of Knights because things kept changing rapidly and the ghoul unit was one of them because at one point they gave them full command. Um, and I know this because I built three sets of command units for my ghouls, <laughs> including musicians and freehand painted standards. And then they took it all out again. <laughs> but the musicians critical in a unit such as ghouls when you're running like a, a big block of them because you need a musician to swift, swift, um, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, forgot the word anyway so you know what I'm talking about. but yeah so that's the one swift reform so if dryads can't do that or can't do that for an effective points cost like 20 points then yeah i kind of understand especially when you've you've now got to fight in blocks they've lost skirmish haven't they so yeah, you, um, can, you can upgrade them skirmish but then they lose all their ranks yeah they get vanguard yeah. and skirmish is that right no Vanguard, just no Vanguard, just so they're even shitter than I thought they were. So it's almost like you need to give them a musician if they're core infantry, or make them skirmish so that they become light troops or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I, yeah, unfortunately, I do agree with them as well in this particular instance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one. He's put me on the uh, put me on the spot there, mm. but yeah. But uh, yeah. I agree. There is a lot of restrictions in Silver Elves. I think every time I write a list of Silver Elves, I get to a point and I'm like. I think I've got everything that I want in my list. Okay, how many points is this? Oh, wait, it's 6,000 points. <laughs> I think that's the, the hidden kind of restriction as well, that you've got you've obviously got the 55 bow limit. You've got the categories which overlap to a large extent. Um, so your restrictions are even tighter than they, they can first seem to be. You've got the unit number restrictions. And then you've got what are you left with? in terms of how do you fit everything else in? So here's my ignorance, right? So why have they got a 55 bow limit when you've got restrictions on everything else? Is that part of the problem where they've got with the highball elf book in, in person? Because it's just become a gun line. And I don't like gun lines, which mm. is why I've dropped it for the moment. I'm, I'm not saying you can't play highball elves in other ways, but the most competitive lists that I'm seeing at the moment are kind of going gun lines. And that's what my lists were turning into when I was playtesting it all the time. So... A wood elf army is also oh, a silver elf army has always been known to be like the shooty gorilla army, um, and I can understand why there was a shooting cap in part. But if if each individual section has already got caps on it, why do they have the fifty five? What's what's the point behind that? I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's maybe a leftover residue of design from a previous iteration. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Higher comparison is, is really relevant, actually. Um, because you can you can build a super good gun line with with high elves. And they have two shooting categories. They have the queen's bow category, which is I think twenty percent of your army. So twenty percent of your army can actually be like bow units, and then you have another ten percent of your army that can be like artillery units. Yeah. So for me, it just makes no sense. And on average, they're cheaper as well from the silver elves. Like that pathfinder's forty nine points or something like that. Yeah, I still rather have queen's guard. Yeah, a Queen's Guard's cheaper. And then if you compare them to the Grey Watch, I think the Grey Watch is something like 20 odd points. I think the Queen's Guard is 27, and the Grey Watch is a 22 or something. Is that in there naked though? Or what about you upgrade them? Complete guess. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just think that shot cap is a bit too limiting for a Wood Elf. Mark Ball induced a really, really boring Woody list in back in 8th edition play against because it was literally units of 10 Wood Elf archers just shooting off big blocks of units. 
Um, yeah, no, I remember it. I mean, now it's over here shooting you, now it's over there shooting you. Yeah, you run at it and use two units a day, basically. <laughs> it was all over, and you're like, well, okay, no, that's broken. So I've done why they don't want armies like. I think that's one yeah, of the things, it, though, right? Is that the, the book does yeah. have good stuff in it. It's just that when you go to write a list, you kind of, you know, fall out with a battle scribe or a new recruit because you can't fit it in because there's all these internal contradictions and restrictions and it needs an update i mean just no move... yeah. yeah i mean moving it forward slightly as well i know he's complaining about tree fathers and stuff i'm assuming a tree fathers they're just the bog standard old tree men stat yeah. line is that yeah. right they're not the they're not the big big guys are they so um the ancient ones so no, but they're, yeah. they're all in the same category though so you can you can only have two tree fathers and one ancient i think I think you might only be able to have three. one ancient. I don't think you can three. I think I tried to do four. Wait, wait. I'll uh, I'll research while you guys chat. But the book definitely needs attention. But I mean, I, I still think there's 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 good stuff in there. Um, you know, I mean, the wild riders are absolutely horrific if you if you let them in on the charge, um, and particularly if you get the outlawed into stuff. I got charged off an alpha, and the outlawed dropped him before the alpha even got to swing. I mean, wow, unbelievable. Yeah. It's just, I mean, they do pump it out. But, I mean, just so many complex rules. I mean, for that tournament, uh, I was only, obviously, 225, you know, half of 22, what is it? 2225. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, I mean, I had, to, I had to write down the rules for it because, I mean, it was just such a convoluted book. I mean, not demons convoluted, but you know, pretty much that, that sort of direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it needs a bit of an update, but I still think there's value in it. And, um, like you said, you know, I mean, it, it, they used to be pretty pretty brutal, didn't they? I mean, back in in eighth and seventh and stuff, they, you could. Uh, I remember uh, Mark doing really well. Jay Hopkinson used to do really well with uh, with um, with Woodies as they were. Um, the I, I, the I only thing with that about, though was yeah, just sorry, just to kind of jump in on that though. They, there were only a few unit options that were worth taking, and if it didn't yeah. have a bow, you dropped it basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're right, it did have some potential, but it wasn't balanced in any way. Um, but, I mean, one of the big things I like about Ninth Age is just the flexibility to take really whatever you want out of the book, within reason. You can make some really nice balanced lists, but it all seems to be generally competitive, which you can yeah. see in most, most tournaments, because very few people run the same list, apart yeah. from when they're obviously trying something broken at the Masters or whatever. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, it's very hard to actually find a net list in these books at the moment. Um, well, yeah, I mean, because the balance has been pretty I was, good. I was talking to Dan Thomas earlier today about this, and we were saying that you know some of the lists are so beautifully balanced that you know you, you think, oh, oh, this is definitely going to work. This combo will definitely work. And then you get all the way to the end of it, and you're capped out by like five points because they've thought of it. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. And, 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 and the whole project is is really getting to a point where I think. You know, they've got everything balanced really well. People can do lots of different options. Uh, I mean, for example, in the Empire book, I don't think there's a, that you wouldn't consider as, you know, as, a, as a viable alternative. Uh, and that's kind of what we, what we want from our army books. Um, and I think that yeah, we're getting there. With, I think we're getting there. But, you know, the Sylvans do need an update. Okay, so are we all of consensus that Martin's right? No. <laughs> he's partly right <laughs> he can't say he's completely right that goes to his head <laughs> but he has a right to be salty i suppose yeah, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say salt salt is uh salt is 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 applicable in this case justified i agree Alrighty. okay so now that's resolved uh we'll get on to the main topic of the show
So, um, we're basically just going to go through the list, but because it's our show, it's our limelight, um, we're going to talk about the list that we're taking, because we're needing a little stroking of the egos after seeing some of the lists that are also going. Um, so, guys, how did you go about creating your list? Is this a kind of natural progression from list that you had previously, or is this your attempt to try something new? And you might want to remind well, everyone what, you you're, first, what you're taking. <laughs> Does someone want to start? I'll just no, say, go, mate, you start. I've got to find my list, hang on. <laughs> I can't what remember what I was putting it. <laughs> go on, Matt, well, you, you, you lead. Yeah, on, on, is this your uh, TC? No, is this your... Whilst you guys are talking. Yeah, so I'm going back to Empire. Now, that's after a run of playing Warriors, uh, and that's with a view to uh, a longer-term project. But um, essentially, I'm coming back to, to where I started uh, a very, very long time ago. Um, and so it's gunline time. Now everyone hates a gunline, uh, which is why I've taken a crap one. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I was I was horribly misinformed that the entire field would be full squishy elves, so mortar and pyro. So I've got uh, I got a I got a wizard on an arcane engine with a few tricks and alchemy. I got a pyro master. I got the standard prelate and the standard marshal. Big block halberds, uh, some crossbows, bundles of militia because uh, I just love militia. Uh, obviously, standard uh, Imperial Guard Death Star, double mortar stank, and three lots of 15 flaggies, um, which are essentially out there to just be roadblocks whilst um, the mortars do their job. Um, so, yeah, okay, that, that, that'll, that'll drop, drop the high elves, and then uh, there's only one high elf. <laughs> and he hasn't even got very big blocks. Uh, and uh, obviously, I have brought a spoon to a nice fight once again so uh, i'm not anticipating this going very well to be honest so hopefully um, i just don't play you matt yeah well i, I think it's unlikely it'll be on table what is it 24 or whatever i'm gonna be on <laughs> so, yeah um uh, yeah no I've, I've got this list all wrong uh but it's the first time i've been back to Tampa for a while so i guess i can be excused but that doesn't mean that i'm not disappointed with 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 my list and there's just so many monsters uh, I'm just, I haven't got any of the answers. Uh, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be a long weekend for me, which is why you'll find me mainly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you've got some pretty good answers to the monster. The mortar's really good because you can land a, a shot directly on a monster and it's still strength six, yeah. three wounds. It's the same yeah. as a bolt thrower. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He's, you have he's, a steam yeah, tank, Matt. What are you talking about? With a cannon well, on it. Yeah, no, that hits as well. In fact, because um, I thought, well, I took that list to, to play against Mikey Newman this week with his uh, his vampire counts. And I haven't played Empire, as I said, for like six months. Uh, so he, his barrier guard piles up and I was like, right, double mortar into that. Here comes the first mortar. One. Oh, misfire. Bang. No, <laughs> off it goes. Right, next one. One. <laughs> and then jammed. I was like, and that's why I don't take artillery. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to get all my bad luck out of the way. But, yeah, I mean, this, I think the Stank's a great option. Uh, uh, flaggies do exactly what they say on the tin. Um, the Imperial 190 Garden. points for tin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. That, that is very good. I, that, is, that is a good option. Uh, and, 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 yeah, we're running multiple sets of them as well gives you, uh, gives you options as well. The, um, uh, yeah, my... my uh, my sort of my indulgence is the is the uh, state militia, which um, which as Andrew knows, uh, I we have a bit of a soft spot for because I just love running around and pistoling at stuff. But um, twenty but, militia uh, for two hundred and fifteen points. That's twenty strength yeah. four shots for two hundred fifty. That's that's all right, mate. I think that's okay. A- yeah, AP two plus one. 
yeah. think they might I, be I, I can't help thinking I've, I've misjudged the meta, but you know, it's um, I, we'll, we'll see. I think it will give some people a shock, but but I generally looking across the board, I think I've I've got my spoon here, and everyone else is toting flick knives. <laughs> okay, so from that uh, note of confidence, uh, Henry, what about you? My list is a bit experimental, let's say. Okay. Um, basically, basically, Patrick told me that a Phoenix is really good, so I decided to put a Phoenix in. <laughs> okay. And, and otherwise, it's like pretty much my standard list, but I just wanted to try a few things out. Um, I wanted to try the Book of Melodies, because I get told by various people it's really good. And it's, it's more of a test if I can remember to use it than if I can find out if it's good or not. Okay. And then... The other thing I'm I'm testing out is the Grey Watchers. I just want to see if the the Fae Miasma actually works. No. <laughs> Do they not? Because on, on paper they look really good. From experience, it doesn't work. But it, for 226 points and a Wizard Bunker, it it's quite cheap. Yeah, the, the skirmish formation helps them and the scout and stuff. But yeah, we'll yeah. see how you get on with them. See how you get on with them. I quite liked um, your recent episode of, of Amateur where you talk about your Griffin, your secret Griffin build. I thought, oh, he's going to be bringing that along. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was thinking about it, but it didn't fit, unfortunately. I took the dragon instead. Yeah, kudos to yourself again for taking a dragon. I mean, I know it's not my turn to do assault mine, but bring back my ancient dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. miss it so ancient much. dragon doesn't work. So I think it's it's a bit of an experiment <laughs> list. I also wanted to try two units of Reaver because I I'm normally taking the Eagle as my chaff. Yeah. And I wanted to see okay what what's the difference between taking Reavers and an Eagle. So I just want to try and learn how to play with Reavers a bit because it's not a unit that I use that much. Okay. So it's it's as I said it's like an experiment list. I'm trying a few different things out. The two units of Reavers are quite new. The uh, the Grey Watchers I've never played with before. The Phoenix I've never played with before. The Book of Melodies I've never played with before. And also the Gleaming Rope on the Wizards. I'm just trying to see how survivable it is with the Gleaming Rope. Oh, mate, it's solid. I swear by that. Just because my major is always in combat and always in the tank of it. And I really like the Order of the Fiery Heart. I think it's like underrated upgrade. Um, it's better on a dragon, but uh, I want to try it on foot. So, as I said, it's like... Basically a completely experimentalist, and I just want to see what it does. Okay, fair enough. Nah, fair play to it. I've got a lot of comments, but I'm not going to do it, because I'll, I'll talk about it on my own podcast. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um... But, uh, I, think, I think the Phoenix is... I want to run two, but like Matt said earlier, you find yourself just going over the points, and it just infuriates that. me. Yeah, because you're looking at it thinking, oh, okay, fine. They, they've got the rebirth on a three up if you put the high warden on, but they only come back with a wound. And they're not that great. They've got a four-up save, I think it is, for the Flame Phoenix. So they're really fragile. And yet you can run two Gargantulas in a Greenskin list. Or you can run three Taurus Swords in a, in a Lizard list. But you can't run two Phoenixes in a Higherborn Elf list. And I'm thinking, well, for Phoenixes to work best, you need two, in my opinion. I think, I think, you, can, I think you can run two, but you can't run any Flames. Don't know if you can fit high wardens of the flame on both of them. Oh, no, I might be wrong. I might be wrong because I, I haven't actually tried it out since the latest update. But phoenixes didn't change much, um, so I don't know is the honest answer to that. But that that was one thing that I got a bit frustrated at because when I was running them, I just thought, well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but see how you got on over the weekend, mate. You might smash it. And yeah, really I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
So having seen the other lists, how are you how are you feeling? Um, there's some. I think it's. I think I'm. I think I'm in the middle with the list wise. Okay. Like the some of the lists I look and look at, I'm okay. Some lists are like a bit hard. Like uh, between the Irish team and Fraz, we're doing like uh, a lot. Who who makes the best predictions? Okay. So everyone made a prediction on everyone's list to see. So whoever makes the the most correct predictions after the first game. The loser has to buy a round. I hope Fraz is better than me. I'll be very upset if he hasn't. <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you what he's put for you if you want. Okay. Um, you're playing VC, right? Yeah. He's put fifteen for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's wildly optimistic, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, as in he he will win with a fifteen. Oh, beat me fifteen. Fuck that, again. Yeah. That, that's underselling it. We played each other a couple of weeks ago, and he solidly twit me with his uh, slate list. It's a, a tough, <laughs> tough call for VC that list. So, like over over the whole field, my average is ten point two. So I think I'm like just above. I think list wise, I'm just above. Okay. Okay. But there are a lot of a lot of lists out there that I don't want to fight. Mm. <laughs> UD. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Jack's Jack's list is actually okay for me. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose if the Swordmasters get in, they'll be. Chopping away. Um, right, okay. Uh, Paul, what about you? How are you doing? Um, yeah, so I've, I've changed my mindset with ninth at the moment. I, I was playing it really quite hardcore and trying to take it really super seriously last year. And I did well in a couple of events. Went over to Denmark and, and achieved with the Highborn Elves. Went to TC last year and did well. Um, but the book just kind of, as I mentioned earlier, just kind of didn't really go the way I wanted it to and things changed and I, I don't know. I suppose I'd just been playing with the list a bit too long, a bit like the vampires, I suppose, when I jumped off then to the highborn elves. So I wanted an excuse to paint my green skin army back up again okay. um, and, and start from scratch. Um, and really, this is the first time I've actually had a proper project because all my other armies, as I alluded to earlier, I've been playing for decades, <laughs> which is really quite scary when you think about it. Um, and that means all of my models were, well, some of them. I mean, my green skin army in particular, I was painting some of those when I was eight. <laughs> so they looked terrible. Um, and I just wanted to be able to put an army on the table that was painted from scratch. I've never had the opportunity to do that before. I've never been in a position. So fortunately, I was able to kind of look at, what model ranges were out there and see what was available and then kind of build from that. So um, models that really took my eye a couple of years ago were the new Gore Grunters on those big pigs um, from Age of yeah, Sigma. Very nice. um, but there was nothing to use them for in the Greenskin Army book. Um, but I really wanted to use them. Um, I also didn't have any of the new Black Orc models. Um, I had the old <laughs> single pose, one axe in the air, one sword forwards. <laughs> I've got about 50 of those bad boys. Painted up when I was uh, painted up when I was in my, my young teens. Um, so I wanted some new art boys and a few other bits and pieces. So I found myself buying a few of the, the starter box sets. And I, I can't play Age of Sigmar. <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> so I thought, how, how can I use these models and how can I port this army across into Ninth Age and use it effectively? And then it was actually, it was when I was decorating the living room whilst I was extending a couple of, uh, end of last year uh 2018 and i was listening to the Amatime podcast where you were talking about the warriors of chaos fluff when that had dropped yeah. um I, I found it fascinating because I, I just love the way that the ninth age have taken the warriors fluff i think it's brilliant and part of that fluff um it kind of came across that not all the, the dark well not all the warriors were human 
you had uh, lizards in there, you had various other factions and races, and I suddenly thought, oh, why can't you have orcs? Orcs could fall to, to the various chaos desires and stuff. Um, and that's what got me thinking. Some of those Gorgrunters would make fantastic chosen Kev. Um, and then from that, it spiralled. Suddenly, I saw the Colossal Squig and thought, well, that's a forsaken one. <laughs> um, I saw the Mangler Squigs and said, well, they're wretched ones. <laughs> and then I saw the Ard Boys and I thought, well, they make fantastic warriors. Um, and so the project kind of spiralled from there. So it's really been a bit of a, a hobby project. And cool. when I was looking through the Warriors book with my competitive mind last year, I was like, well, how do I... How do I shoehorn uh, Feldrax into a orc army? <laughs> I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I can, can legitimise it. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't say my particular list is uh, razor sharp like I used to try and do with the highborn elves where everything had a purpose, everything was in there because it did a, a specific thing. Um, this army is much more along the lines of, I wanted to paint that model. It looked cool. How do I shoehorn it into a list? And then how do I make this list work? Hmm. Um and also, how does it suit my play style? So, for example, I've got four chosen knights in my list. Um, Feldrax are much better, in my opinion. But I don't have the models, and I can't kind of convince myself that they would fit into an orky-themed list. Um, so, yeah, in the end, I just basically took a, a Warriors list that was very much along the lines of model choices rather than what they can actually bring to the list. And then um, I think I've played with the list twice. <laughs> so... I was just about to ask you. Confidence. Yeah, so this will be the first event with the list then. Fresh. Yeah, and I, 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 played, I played against Colin Powell on UB recently. With um, it, it wasn't this list. It was, it was similar, but it was different. Um, and uh, I didn't get twented. It was, but it was the first time I was close to being twented, and I didn't like that. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm going to have to play slightly differently, uh, which is why the Warriors have all got lust on them, so I can run away when I misposition them okay. <laughs> in my yeah. ignorance. Um, but yeah, but, uh, to, as to how I'm going to do in this tournament, I don't know, really, I, I always go in positive. Um, I always say my first game is going to be a 20 nil to me because it has been for the past several tournaments I've been to. And then you've pulled me against Barry Lynch. <laughs> I was going to say a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Barry's list thinking, no, no, please not vampires and please not dwarves. <laughs> you put me against a vampire player with two horrors with all my lovely monsters. So, uh, well, look at, look at it this way, Paul. You'll be dry by lunchtime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was planning to be. But, um, yeah, I'm still going to say 20 to me. I'm going to table him. <laughs> I'm going to put it down to player skill and ability and just pure luck. The rich but, one is making why, why is it only, only one character? Right. So, again, that goes back to models that I wanted to bring. So, my early incantation of the list actually had a Chaos Lord with a spike shield and the ability to use it um, with a, a great weapon. And then the Warriors book updated. And then I saw a few character builds whereby you could take like the Burning Port and various other bits and pieces. But again, it was, I wanted to bring more, I want an excuse to paint more models for an Orc and Goblin army, actually down the line. The Warriors army is more just of an excuse of, I want the Gorgwanters and play with them. And I want a reason to paint up several models. And actually, I got a really good Feldrak Elder off of Mercia Miniatures. Um, a couple of years nice. back and I wasn't an excuse to paint that up um, so yeah it's, it's more of a hobby project rather than a good list um, but I don't know I'm not going to take it I, I think the, the Evo Mage is, is really good with that Veil Walker um, he's survivable he can run away people forget about that um, but yeah it's nice but I think it, it's not a honed 
Warriors. You wouldn't see my list at ETC. <laughs> Put it that way. It's uh, it's it's I, not. I quite list. like it. I quite like the list actually. It it's got some. But well, what do you like about it? I'm intrigued. Go on. So the double Feldra Hilda is like really really nasty. I think yeah, that's that's brutal. <laughs> I think the, the, core, the core is the core can like keep its points, and That's I'm not sure hope. about where the wizard goes. Goes in one of the core units because they yeah. know way. Because he kept getting caught, you see, because the warriors can flee. Um, but can can the warriors flee if the sorcerer goes in there? Yeah, because the warriors, uh, the sorcerer isn't fearless. He doesn't have um, the uh, forsaken armor, or whatever. Uh, it is. Okay, so um, no help for yeah. I've 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 been playing against the wretched ones. A lot recently. Yeah, they're they're brutal. Yes, they're really good. They're really good if they can't get shot off in the first turn or two. Yeah, don't tell people that. Don't tell them. <laughs> <to heaven. laughs> no, no, no. Let people just wander into them and just think, ah, oh, it's the fact they just hit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rolls there. It's just six d six plus six hits. It's just yeah, they flail around in, in the right target. They're 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 fantastic. But, um, so you have you have them and and the forsaken one. I think you're missing the uh, master of retards on the sorcerer. What's what's that one, mate? I don't know. It's like a you know that really common warriors item that everyone's taken. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the one the way you can reroll the reroll the random. Oh yeah, yeah. No, again, that would that would be themed to the army that I want to. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's just uh, to be honest, it's not the way I play, I and mean, I'm never in range with those two units because they don't need they they suffer from the psychology or they're immune to the psychology um so they usually protect the flanks but like the forsaken one it's a real liability by itself um there have been several matchups i've played with it where it's just died by turn two because they've got the exact answer to it but if i was running two of them it would be a different matter so i think again they're a bit like the phoenixes if you run two there's they've got some strength to them but one by itself but i want to use my colossal cave squid because i love the model <laughs> so it's oh, been shoehorned into the list uh, FYI, you can use two Fire Phoenixes in one list with like, with the Warden's Bond. Oh, okay. So they've changed it. There you go. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Apologies. But yeah, there, there you go. Mate. There's some uh, there's some strength to that, I think. Yeah, they definitely were. I don't know what they're doing with the Frost Phoenixes. They're rubbish. But uh, two Fire Phoenixes with Wardens on the back. I think that's got some potential. Yeah, I think the Frost Phoenix can work if you combo it with Divination. Oh, it's supernal. It just crumbles. Yeah, with, it once, with, with divination you get the maximized test. It's the range for death, isn't it? Because the phoenix you don't really want in the middle. Yeah, I just don't know. I suppose I'm a bit hung up on on what it used to do compared to what it now does, and it's just not. When you compare it to other monsters, when you compare it to a Feldrak Elder, or when you compare it to a Gargantula, or a, a Rock or Rock, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or a Taurus, or yeah, There's a reason why. I'm, there's a reason why I have the fire one. Yeah, exactly. It's just meh. <laughs> you look at anything, really? Is that all you bring to the list? Nah, drop you, put something else in. So, um, but yeah, so going back to my list and, and trying to appear as prepared as Henry is by saying 10.2, I reckon my list will get a 20 against everyone. Bold <laughs> statement. Boom. Go in. I'm the winning this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> prepared to be amazed as I stumble <laughs> fall on my own sword but hey i'm always an optimist until i start losing <laughs> and then i never give up so uh no be fine. the most important thing with this list and i think um if tony was here he would agree both of us have kind of come to the point where we both we were both taking it very seriously and getting quite frustrated so tony was running ud a lot last year um and not really getting the success that he wanted out of the list 
And okay, he was taking a few things that weren't optimal, but still, he just wasn't doing as well as he was wanting to do, and it was causing frustration. And the same thing with myself a little bit with the list I was running. But the fact remains, we don't play enough to be really good at this game. I mean, we're both average. We both know what we're doing. But if we come up to a top table and play a player who's, who's played like 100 games in the past two months, we haven't got a chance. Whereas if we take something fun that we want to play with and push around, we're guaranteeing ourselves a great tournament. And that's why we've come to TSC with that, that mindset. We know we're coming up, the venue's within range of the hotel. We're just going to have a blast and what will be will be. And when I see Barry Lynch, I'll buy him a drink. And um, <laughs> it'll be a fantastic tournament. But yeah, that's the mindset now. It's just going up there, taking units we want to play with rather than what's honed and what people perceive to be the best oh, list I on the, I, I, on the I scene. I think you've got a bit, a bit of a better a better list than that, mate. I think you've got a, you got, you're going to be able to play this real wide. You've got a lot of threats. Um, it's going to push a lot of people back, you know, and the Warriors are, are brutal. You know, the the Master on Evo gives awesome buffs to stuff. You've got the extra range from the Veilwalker. Vale you know, I think you can really push people back into corners. Uh, the Chariots are obviously going to give you the impacts. Flayers are the best chaff in the in the game, in my opinion. Uh, and I think there's some, I think there's, I think you, you well, as we'll see later, I, I think you might be a bit of a dark horse. Ooh. <laughs> 20 nil mate 20 nil <laughs> was that okay do i still get my fiver you promised me <laughs> you do indeed <laughs> indeed we're still sharing that hotel room right yeah is that what... yeah <laughs> See, it all comes yeah. back to sexual favors so who are we missing i'm gonna we got steal, Andy's list. yeah i'm gonna oh. steal some of your optimism uh because i had instant list regret as soon as i submitted mine because I submitted it, I think, late on the, the Friday when they were due. And then the next day I was watching the rugby and I text Paul and I just said, I've just made a mistake. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have put that list in. Um, because I want to play Strigoi. I'm still in love with Strigoi. Um, and instead I'm playing a fucking court and wraiths <laughs> and all that shit. Um, why did you do it to yourself? What? Why did you do it to yourself? I don't know. I think I love pain. I think it's like that Presbyterian guilt which we've talked about in the past. It's just like, <laughs> you need to be put through suffering. You've only got one Varkalak. This isn't the Andrew Lind we know and just, love. It's disgusting. I'm ashamed of myself. Um, so the idea was that I got the um, the Craven King model for the Night Haunts that GW did. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the big, the big guy in the full chair. Um, and I thought he would make a really cool vampire in a court. So I painted that up, and I, I used it for one game, I think, and then it got put back on the shelf. Um, and then I got into the Strigoi, I played Strigoi all last year in the ETC, and then I thought, you know, I'll try something different, and I thought, right, I'll use that model, I'll use the court model, because I've not used it before. So I constructed the Lamia list, and it was a bit meh. Um, so then I thought, right, I'll just bite the, the cheese bullet, and I'll go to independent arcane knowledge because it's just so fucking good and then being on the court gives you the 18 inch bubble which is amazing for race and shrieking horrors mm. um and then i bought some lovely miniatures from uh Mears for my winged reapers i bought some of the big big wraith guys in the armor um so oh, right. on okay. the table the army looks really nice but i just it's just very meh i was feeling okay about it <laughs> but as soon as i hit that submit button i think i'm just so I might just get fucked at the <laughs> during the weekend and push some banshees about the place because they're about the only unit I actually enjoy using. 
fair enough. Well, there's the epitome of what Tony and I have been saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I just love the way you've got musicians on your zombies, mate. Of course. You've got to keep the troops occupied. Musicians on zombies, that's amazing. I just imagine. I mean, how can they blow a horn? They've got their lungs. Mate, you, you know? not listen to dubstep. They'll find a way. They'll bang a drum, mate. That's what they do. They do bang, bang, bang stuff. They're trained zombies. They they listen to whistles. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, to be like the banshees are the banshees are really good. They, it was Barry that suggested this to me last time he was up at Common Ground. He was like, try the banshees because I think they might be stealthily quite good, and they are. Um, and like the the wraiths are solid, and then the swift death. I just wanted to try a bit of a balanced approach, so I took three wing creepers, which are actually surprisingly pretty good since they went down a little bit in points. One horn and a vocal just to give me a bit of variety. But I think I need to get myself out of this mood that I just don't want to play that list anymore. <laughs> or else I'm going to get to the weekend and I'm just going to I just don't give a fuck. Just charge me. Oh, I don't know about the Wing Reapers. I, I just, oh, I, I struggle with them. Yeah, uh, really? Swift, uh, uh, the entire vampire book, I just, that's the one unit I just wish they'd done something better with. I don't know. I think it's personal. I just, uh, I've tried using them. I, I, I prefer the paired weapons because it, it gets around the parry. But they just underwhelm in every game I play with them. When they when you compare them to like the Varkalak or the Horror or Vampire Knights in particular, um, and the the Vampire Spawn, they just every time they lose out. And when you compare them to the Undying Dynasties version, which you shouldn't do, I suppose, but you do. <laughs> um, they don't have autonomous, and yeah, you, you've kind of got around it in this particular list because you've got the eighteen inch bubble. Yeah. But if you didn't, they're not swift at all. Yeah. <laughs> Movement six. <laughs> yeah. and they fly which is a real big disadvantage when you're trying to use them as a flanking force because they don't break ranks they don't break steadfast um yeah it's bad when you're going so, up against a feldrack heavy list as well apparently <laughs> yeah they're, they're, that'll be interesting. they're not going to do well there yeah. <laughs> uh, um, i think the only thing i like about your list andrew is the two banshees Oh, cheers, Henry. That's a great indictment of the list. <laughs> surely the varkalak the Varka- i love to see a varkalak in the list I've, I've got a real soft spot for varkalaks yeah, I, I like one. Three. I like one, but two is better. Yes, mate. Definitely. Three is the best. Three is all. Three is all eggs in one basket. <laughs> really is, but yeah. they are good. They are really. Good. If you know what to do and, and play well with them and play against, if, somebody, you, if, you, if you measure it. out the vanguard range beforehand, you're fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. I hate when cats do that. <laughs> it just takes all the fun out of the game when they like. Oh, okay. I'm not going to let you do that. Brilliant. Yeah, I just recall with great frustration the game against Henry where I completely forgot about the Vanguard. I just looked at the unit and thought, I know exactly how that plays, and I've completely <laughs> played against it. And it screwed up my entire game. Yeah. That one piece won you that <laughs> one entire van- battle. One Vanguard in Vakalak. <laughs> just screwed me over for the entire match. I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Played like an absolute Egypt that day. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> the only game I lost. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so... Fair enough. So what are we doing now next, Andrew? We talked about who we're playing against first. Well, what I thought we would do is we'll just go through the list now. Well, actually, first off, um, we should tell everyone that we've got a little way running between all the podcasts. So what we decided to do to make things a little bit interesting is that the lowest podcast combined score at the end of day one will buy everyone else the first round on Saturday night. Matt has very kindly joined Henry on Team Armour Time. Well, we're talking about this (laughs) and we don't think that's fair. We thought that we should actually do it on podcast. So Matt's joining Tony and myself, and uh, we will still be everybody around. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, could, we could do av- average score. 
Now, I don't mind if Matt was if Matt wants to uh, to join Henry. And how many um, how many uh, of yourself, Andy, are playing in the tournament? Is it just you, yourself and Paul that count? So it's me and Paul. But since Paul's um, faking the coronavirus just now, I don't know if that's just because he wants to try and get out of this. Because I think he knows that the financial weight of me having to pay for a round might cripple me. So. <laughs> Paul man's getting married in the summer. Honestly, I have no expenses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll figure that out, but uh, we'll let you guys know in the, the next episode how that went. So we'll begin at the beginning, I guess, and we'll start with the beast. Um, so this is a really easy best in race to start off with, uh, because there is one player, and that's Nick Armitage. Uh, did anyone have so, any glaring thoughts looking at next list? Well, I was going to say with best in race, are you doing it literally with best in race when there's only one person in that race? Are you going to kind of do a pool and then the best of all those one person in races get something? Um, I don't know what you've got support-wise. I'm not sure if Fraz would be able to tell us, but if it's if we're doing the same thing as we did last year, then there'll be like a, like a medal pair race. And uh, the guy we get to do all our trophies and stuff, Gary from Dark Fantastic Mills, actually did like engravings of the army symbols on these medals oh. and they looked very nice. Wow, okay. So very I imagine nice he's thing. doing the same, in which case um, everyone Default. that's, yeah, the defaults <laughs> are king because there's a few of them. No, well, I think he's definitely getting best in race. Yep, solid. That, that's it. That's my prediction. <laughs> the Hanator well, Warlord is a really interesting build. It's not one I've yeah. seen before. Yeah, so it's very tanky, but with Fatal Folly, he's kind of banking on pushing out some damage on anything that's hitting first and then the minor lord's still a minor lord at the end and he'll just punch everything in the face I mean it's super aggressive, I reckon if he gets first go he's he's going to be right up in your face um, I, I, yeah I've, I've seen better beast lists but I, I think it's going to cause a lot of trouble this is kind of, Nick's going back to the kind of list that he ran a wee while ago because he was running a really MR heavy one he was testing yeah. stuff out for uh, for Scotland, um, but I think um, his lovely partners just uh, found out that they're having a baby, so he's dropped out of that, and he's using that as an excuse to go back to his roots a bit. Um, well, congratulations, yeah. yeah. But, um, double Gortac, not sure about that. Oh, the Gortacs are nasty when they get in. Yeah, I was going to say, well, one, maybe not two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the double luck effect, isn't it? You can Sometimes people have got an answer for one, but two, they're, they're horrid. Yeah. They really it's are a good. thousand points for two models. Yeah, so are two gargantulas, and they're really good. <laughs> but well, they're the same, but they have eight wounds each. Yeah, that's true. But they don't have the output of the... Well, I don't know. I'm speaking crap, because I don't know how good a Gortak is these days. I just remember pretty, ball pretty playing with them. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I, I do look at the minute the, the beast list. I don't know. This is my Pullman nights at the moment. I'm looking at all these army books, thinking the beast book really does appeal to me at the moment. Because um, cool. again, I can see a fantastic modelling opportunity with some of the ranges that GW have brought out. Immersion Miniatures have got some brilliant models as well. I'd love to use. Yeah. Um, and the book itself is really solid. Um, I'm surprised there's not more beast players at the moment. I know they kind of went through their peak, and everybody kind of hated them because <laughs> they. They were really at the top of the pile at one point, and they were kind of brought down a few tiers, but I still think they're really competitive. Um, so that's a nice easy one. Best in race goes to Nick. Um, Demons, there's a bit more competition. We've got the one and only Papa Deej. We've got Ollie Mather, and then we've got Sean Hughes. So which of those three were, uh, sorry, was your pick for best in race? Well, I, I'd just like to say I want to play Sean because I just want to feed a bunch of flaggy straight into the moor and watch it pop. What a amazing <laughs> list. Yeah. 
I actually just want to just throw flaggies at it and militia at it and then just watch it explode everywhere. I think that would be hilarious. But, um, I, I actually think Sean is the be- has the best list. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 20, 24 lemurs is ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, going to pretend I know what you're talking about. I go, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, lemurs are res 5. Yeah. And the natural roots gives them some kind of combat res boost. Yeah, plus one. So they're just not gonna die ever. They're a tank. No, they're, 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 they're a big anvil, basically. Yeah. So where, I mean, where's if... the punch, though? I mean, if that's the anvil, what do the imps do these days? Are they the shooty uh, ones that nobody yeah. really rates? Yeah. So imps yeah. are short range, strength five, no AP. Um, so anything that's not got armor gets shot up pretty nicely by them. Um, the incendiary icor makes them flaming. Um, which could be a bad thing as well. I'm not sure I would have gone for that on them. Um, but he's gone for the standard bearer upgrade on one of them for Hand of Heaven, which is Moi Buen, like that. Mm. Uh, but then if you combine them with the Eidolons, they're the ones that you just fail your saves on a 1, 2, 3, I think. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, they're the mental. Yeah, they're things, aren't they? Yeah, they're the, the sky serpent thingies. Well, they used to be anyway. But he's got the Scourge. Which is kudos to him, but I've heard that is a really bad demon (laughs) because it's initiative zero or agility zero. I don't know. I just I haven't heard good things about it. But then my problem with demons is I don't play them that often. And the last time I did, I smashed Marcus because I had pyromancy. (laughs) So I'm Mm. I'm biased. Um, But I hear they're really good. So um, I don't know. I I thought the uh, the Hellhounds were the new filth, which is what I was looking at Deej's list. But I, I am I am clueless. (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to this, I don't really get the the hellhound appeal, but they seem to be everywhere just now. For me, this list has a lot of threats that are really grindy. So, like the more the scourge, the lemurs, the hoarders, and also the bloatflies, are like all yeah. units that are quite hard to get rid of. So it's not going to bleed much against shooting. So I think if uh, if this guy was planning to fight against these high elf gun lines it would do really well um but i I don't know how well it does against like orcs or warriors where they have the the high strength attacks but i think it has a lot of staying power and the scoring is reasonably good as well so i think this one this list should do pretty well okay so henry you're going for sean yeah okay paul and matt what do you think are we cutting ollie in uh, papa deej short or I'll go for Deej just because I don't know what his list does, but he's got an omen and he's got hellhounds and he's got stuff that I kind of recognise. <laughs> the, the other two are a bit more netlisty. Who, who, yeah, I tell you what, who's the better player? <laughs> there you go. That's what it's going to come down to. Controversy. Ooh. I mean, Ooh, on player, yeah. I'd probably say Ollie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. I mean, actually, I quite like. I think the succubi are really strong. I really like them. I agree. Um, but things like I don't, I just don't see the appeal of the Hellhounds. The main like Gremlins are awesome. The Eidolons are are awesome. But he, I don't think Ollie has the same punch as Sean has. Yeah. He, well, he hasn't got the tank, has he? he he's not going to be hanging around in the. I mean that 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 Sean's list is going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, it's it's zapping you. Um, yeah. There's a there's a lot of magic coming back your way. Yeah, Master Evil is very nice on the uh, the more double imps. Yeah, it's gonna make a mess. Yeah. Okay, Matt. So who are you going for? 
Oh, Sean. Yeah. Sean. Okay, well, Sean takes it for that one. Um, anything else anyone wants to flag for the demons? I think we're kind of struggling because no one what the fuck anything does. I'm, I'm just trying to look at, look at all the, the things now. Um, the the Scourge has parry. I don't know if that's good, but it, it's something. Uh, you know, he has parry. He has parry. Well, he's got to fight through to that uh, that agility zero stage, hasn't he? I mean, that's his... That's, I guess, what the whole thinking now is. But he's, I mean, that's that's a lot of points. That's, I mean, that's a lot of points in characters there. But they are, they're brutal, those two. They can take a lot of dropping. Because the Scourge has got rage, right? So he's like a roided up giant. Mm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I love the fluff behind that again. I just think they've done such a good job with that. I just don't know if it works on the table. Mm. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see how he gets on with it. It'd be um, nobody that I know has played with it. Um, here's here's a little uh, a little trick. If, if you if you charge the scourge into a unit of great weapons, it strikes first. Oh, okay. Because it goes up to agility one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, definitely Sean, I guess. <laughs> 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 Alrighty, so Sean takes it for demons. Dread elves are up next, and again, this is an easy one. So this is the other half of the Armitage Bros. Um, so both are going to walk away by best in race, and this is Monroe. What do you think of this one? Well, I'm going to mortar it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to set fire to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit it over the head and wonder what everything does. <laughs> I don't know. Again. Stay with Dread Elves, I don't play against them enough. But I don't know, Henry, you, you've got more experience against Dread Elves than I think I do. What's in his list that stands out, apart from the 24 mm. Tower Guard? Yeah, the, the Yammer and the Tower Guard, it's like two big blocks of, of infantry, which are both really strong. And then he also has two other blocks in core, so it's like four big blocks of infantry. So if, as, as Matt says, if you have something that's good at removing a lot of low-res, low-armor models, you're going to be fine against this. But if you're if you're playing warriors and you don't have mass removal, then you're going to struggle. Mm. Um, he also has two units of chaff in harpies and a medusa, so that's like three units of chaff. So he has a lot of redirectors and he has some shooting. I actually quite like this list in general. It's not like much of a net list, but it, it has it has some interesting options. Okay. I think if it gets into combat, it's going to make a hell of a mess. Um, I really do. Yeah, it's a full combat list, really, isn't it? Because he's just yeah. going to be marching up. Looks like reason maybe shoot some shaft and then grab an objective, but everything else is yeah. running forward. Yeah, if you haven't got light shooting and plenty of it, like Henry said, if you've got mass removal, you're never going to shift those blocks. Mm. Double adept? What do we think about that? I think it would be better with a master. Yeah. But the, I think a master on alchemy would have been better with some flaming banners around, just to give the reroll to wound, mm. um, rather than add up on both. But but with the cosmology, you basically have plus one strength and yeah. reroll to wound on alchemy, so it it does the same thing. Yeah. Alrighty. The the other thing that stood out for me is I don't really understand the uh, the dread prince on foot. I don't know if I'm missing something. It just seems a bit of a... The, the Ring of Shadows is quite nice. Without looking, I think it does reduces the enemy's offensive skill by one. So if you put it in the right unit at the right time, it can make you hit on a 2+. plus. Okay. Let me just check yeah, he's, he's he's gonna he's going to load that into one of his combat blocks and just stuff it straight through the middle, isn't he? And if he gets there, he's going to make a terrible mess. Uh uh, you know, and with Cosmo as well. Cosmo's such a, a, a Swiss Army knife. 
Uh, I do think it's got. I mean, it's essentially got four spells, hasn't it, with an adept? Because obviously, we with the with the double elements. Mm. Um, I, I I mean, I, I quite like it. I, I, weirdly, yeah, enough, it, it does. It does minus one defensive list, skill. It's got some stuff. Yeah, it's got some stuff. Yeah, a bit of sauce there. Not twenty. You know, I mean, chuck your monsters into those dancers and those tower guard, and you know, you'll be carting them away. Yeah. I would, I would imagine the Dread Prince goes into the Tower Guard yeah. because the Ring of Shadows gives hard target. So that makes them a bit better against shooting and the Obsidian Rock gives them magic yeah, uh, risk. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's kind of protecting those those expensive Tower Guards. And with the Kingslayer, I think it would have been better with a great weapon rather than paired weapons. I think that's a mistake. But the Kingslayer is a little bit scary against those uh, those... Big um, depth stars, but as I said, it would be better with great weapon. Mm. Alrighty, well, saw a choice for best and race there. Um, right, we're gonna have to just grit our teeth and get through the dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, le- I'm, I'm leaving at this point. Yeah, you got four yeah. dwarf players. I know, right? I mean, come on, I'm, I'm making this effort to come up to Scotland, and you all know I hate dwarves, and everybody's bought them. Oh, and I hate to team, mate. Fucking three of them are English, so you're bringing they them up, are, are you? How many players in the tournament? Uh, 34. Ugh. Ugh. So Dwarves, <laughs> dwarves Udean Warriors were top with four armies, I think. I think they were the most... So fucking bent. Yeah. So, Paul, Paul, it's reasonably likely you're going to be playing Dwarves at least one. Oh, no, I'll just cry. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the list. Well, I don't know, I quite enjoy crunching Dwarves, but it's just, when you, when you look at Shane's list, and you just oh, look at it, and you think... Like, <laughs> and then I've had the the pleasure of playing, but not best. <laughs> then you look at twenty five seekers times three and two vengeance seekers. Bleh. It's just not well, they, fun they, to play. Oh, don't worry, mate. They're getting mortars. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, save us. Matt, you can play them if you want to play dwarves. I'll, I'll happily take the yeah, other things come on, in the Brad, uh, thing. Because uh, I mean, straight off, shoot the rest off. The thing is, they're really nice guys, I'm sure, but I just, I just don't like dwarves. <laughs> I mean, have, so, have have you ever seen a list like Shane's? There, I mean, it's something else. <laughs> it? If anybody even goes near that, they're just going to delete army. I mean, essentially, I just, I just turn up and just go, look, I'll give you a ten, and let's just get this. Because <laughs> no, I'm really, I'll, I mean, where, I'll what, give him where? seven. <laughs> Refuse to play him. <laughs> just sit in the corner and then take yeah. the objective. But that's horrid. I just don't know. I, I, I really don't like where the dwarf book is at the moment. It's it's nice to see. I just don't like there being a dwarf book. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Control or delete. Sod it. You've got infernal dwarfs. You can play with your models. <laughs> Go home. I've never seen three smiths and four ballista on a table. Um, that's amazing. And three things. That's wow. <laughs> that's just insane, isn't it? Yeah. So Fraz explained to us how this list works. I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode, where basically he'll drop for first, um, and then he'll use the scout on the runecrafty blisters to set them up optimally for first round alpha strike. Um, he'll move forward to grab any objectives. He'll grab anything and then just start like coming back. He'll throw out the... Ch- cheap shitty characters as chaff and he'll just flame cannon you yeah um and when fraz was telling me this i was just like i just can't fight that there's i just don't know what to do against that i'll just kind of accept that i'm doomed and this is where you need some matagy and comet isn't it really 
That's the only only answer. But even then, if he can just... I don't like the fact he could do that with the ballista. I didn't know he could do that. That's horrible. So they're they're accurate (laughs) and scary. That's not pleasant. Yeah. There's a thousand points in in war machines and the anvil. So if you can go in there, take all the anvils and, and artillery away, and just ignore the blocks, then you can get a small win. How are you going to get in behind them, though? i got two monsters that fly. Which aren't going to get ballisted? That's fine. You <laughs> <Okay>. can scout. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I must say, I don't, I don't like bringing it back to Martin's salt mine, but you look at the dwarf list and you think, now hang on, the, the whole point of ninth was to kind of stop these kind of gun lines, and they've done it with the Silver Elves by putting on a shot cap, and they've done it with the Empire by putting a certain limit on the amount of war machines they could bring. Yeah, yeah, the armory shot I, cap, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I am biased. I will say this off the bat, and I hate dwarfs with an absolute passion. Sorry, but when you company. see that they can bring <laughs> that many pieces of artillery to a battlefield, that, that yeah, yeah, that's it. Done. <laughs> Drop Mike. <laughs> Screw dwarfs. I can't stand them. Absolutely. So Shane, I, I, I think you're a great guy, mate, and um, I enjoy playing you with your uh, with your Roman <laughs> Legion the last time we met. But if we play this this coming weekend. Uh, I'll be happy, but I ain't giving you my army. <laughs> I'm just hiding behind the hill somewhere. <laughs> you could take the 13 points. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that Andrew Huntley's list and Terry's are kind of more kind of standard dwarfs, right? It's kind of well, something you expect. Terry's list got that stupid item in it where I didn't realise what it was until I charged in the flank with my lion guard and said, ha-ha, I win. And he says, no, I'm still steadfast because you're actually in my front because I've got this stupid holdstone. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Stone is fucking ridiculous. What is that <laughs> yeah. crap? Oh, it's I the most fucking ridiculous item that. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I want that in my list. <laughs> and then I will also win. So, uh, again, Terry, lovely bloke, mate. But, oh, I hate dwarves. Play something else. <laughs> Actually, why is that not... Can only the king take it? Don't know. Because why is that not in every list? I don't know. It should be, because it's just... It's just bonkers. It's something when like you hear about what it does, points as well. It's not expensive. No, I know. It's just I don't know. It's actually it's it's, it's items like that that keep making me want to take the um like in the orc list at the moment. I'm looking at taking that totem that just shuts off magic items. Ah, uh, Mechanox um, yeah, the classic. Yeah, I, I like the idea of um, that's why I quite like Griffin build. Um, Henry, where you were talking about your your pearl throne. That's actually a really good way of using it. But I don't know if it would work in that scenario. But yeah, any way to kind of shut down that item, and otherwise they're just going nowhere. It's horrid. Yeah, yeah. Naf had that when my Chaos Lord went straight through with his great weapon, non-magical, which was uh, pretty sweet. But um, yeah, that whole stone, <laughs> that whole stone's bent. Because uh, I mean, since you got the king, you're gonna have at least one of your your your, uh, uh, your, your smiths in there. Obviously, you're going to be packing out the greybeards. I mean, that's that's the better part of sort of 1,300 points that just nobody can get anybody n- anywhere near. And it's going to sit on an objective. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 odd. But, you know, fuck dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if I had to push you, uh, who are we choosing for best and race? Oh. I'm afraid None it does them. have to be done. <laughs> None of them. Just ban them from the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody they're playing against is just going to win. <laughs> well, do you know what? Seeing that there's so many monsters, I'm going to go with Shane yeah, because he's got he's got all the tools. Okay, so one vote for Shane. Paul, I'm, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna do this a little differently. I'm gonna say Andrew has like the most netlisty list from the four. I say Braz's list is just fucking retarded. <laughs> but I, I think it's so polarized that if he has one or two bad matchups, he's gonna go down. Shane's list is ridiculous, but at the same time, I think it depends on the scenarios. I, I don't know how we're doing the scenarios at the tournament. So I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to be either randomized or different every game. So I think there's going to be some scenarios that he can't win because of his stupid list. So I don't think he can actually do that well. I think he's going to go like an average of 10-10 and not win, not be able to win the tournament. So I think uh, actually Terry's list is probably going to be the best. Okay. And I would vote for Terry. Yeah, first, well, first one up's Counter Thrust and uh, Spoils of War. And he's got three big blocks. Um so he's going to be sitting on two of them, isn't he? Um, uh, yeah, and what are you going to do? Run a, run a, a 1,500-point block of King's Cup? It's going to be tricky. Yeah, yeah well, I was going to be tactical and just say Terry on the off chance that he doesn't. <laughs> and then I don't have to actually say best in race. But yeah, do we know if Terry's coming or not yet? Is he, is he confirmed? Or? Um, he will confirm on Monday, I believe. Okie dokie. Um, I mean, I know, I know he's a good player, and the other guys are also good players. I've played against Terry a couple of times, and that list is horrible. So um, if, if Terry's not here, I would vote for Fraz. I would vote for Fraz simply because I've played that list, and it's a complete bollock to play against. It's magic and anti-magic is just... You don't think it's good, because on paper you're like, oh, fuck it, it's just buying spells, and yeah, you'll deny one per turn, whatever. But it's just crippling, and you have to be so careful about what you deny when he, on his magic phase. Because he just doubles up with everything. It's just brutal. Absolutely brutal. You certainly don't want to be fighting it, that's for sure. Yeah, but then if you set off, you get shot in the face with an organ gun and attack copters. And... Ugh, it's horrible. So I would I would go... F- I think Shane's is probably, on merit alone, it should probably be considered the best list because it's just mental. Uh, but I would say Fraz for my best in race. Because I think he's kind of got the, the better all-round list. I hope the four dwarf players play each other frequently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can can, you, can you just match them up against each other for like three of the oh, four rounds? That's it. Yeah, Terry, you get to play Shane in round two, and uh, Fraz, you get to play Andrew. Oh, look at that, Andrew! You now play Shane, and Fraz, you now play Terry. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> well, there's an old saying about dwarves, isn't there? That if you take dwarves, you ruin six people's weekend. The five people you play against plus your own. <laughs> And it's so true. <laughs> okay, so from the dark and dingy mountains of the Dwarven Holds, um, let's go to the dank and cramped cities of the Empire. We've got two contestants here, Tony with his Empire and Matt. So obviously Matt's here, so we have to be nice to him. But, uh, what do we no, 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 feel free. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, you know, obviously I, I, I've previously stated, I think I've got my list, my list wrong. Um... But I'm not sure I haven't got it as wrong as Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I agree. On the wizard, yeah. That's that's nuts. Uh, I mean, then you know the the prelates fairly standard. The Inquisitor, oh, crikey! Don't talk to me about Inquisitors. <laughs> Have you put yours uh, together since you threw it off the wall? Oh, absolutely. My last one's floating down the Danube. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know what Empire do. Uh, I, I, th- I think he's got a very middle-of-the-road list. And it's uh, it's got, you know, and Tony's a good player. It's beautifully created. Nah. I think he'll do Sorry. good. He'll certainly do better than me. How about that? 
Okay, I don't so... know. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul, what do you think then? <laughs> Be honest. Oh, Sorry, yeah, you're on my you podcast. Know, you're not on yours. Do, you can do, you I know, but do, do you know when your mate sends you a list and you kind of look at it and, I mean, I, I was a teacher and you, you look at it and you're rating it and you're thinking, now, how do you tell this child that he's failed but in a very nice way? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, so I've got to give him three stars and a wish. So um, I love the Inquisitor. <laughs> Um, the wizard on Pyro is brilliant. Now, I actually, I, I think the Locket of Sin is quite good on the wizard master because he puts him up front and center in combat. And there's some characters that just do not want to fight um, the mage. Now, I am disappointed though that he didn't suddenly start taking something like the uh, the hero's heart or titanic might or something on the mage as well, just so that when he does swap those stats, he becomes some sort of brutal combat master. Mm. Um, he bailed out and went with the magical heirloom, but. Um, I think the thing, again, with Tony's list, with the greatest of respect to the guy, he just wants to play with units he enjoys playing with. Yeah, which is absolutely um, fair enough. And again, he was just getting so frustrated. I mean, trying to... I know he's going to listen. <laughs> I've got to share a car with him up to Scotland. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got to be careful. It's a long drive no, as well. In all honesty, Tony. Yeah, no, I, th- I think he's going to enjoy his tournament if he takes it with the right frame of mind that he is going to struggle in a lot of games, but hopefully he will enjoy playing with the list. Okay. Um, the fact he's put his general in a unit that is designed to die. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The prelate is brilliant because it gives you uh, gives you hatred in that first round of combat. He's like, yeah, and it's going in my flagellants. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great idea, but those flagellants are going to die to a man, um, and that means your general's going to die most games. And Empire need their generals. Um, and I mean, again, the Inquisitor is not. The, the the razor edge of the uh, the empire building be much better off taking something like another uh, another marshal so he's got orders um or indeed an engineer so his volley gun or his um his mortar will hit something um but the inquisitor again he and i just giggle because we can see so much potential with it and then every game he plays with it is just an underwhelming <laughs> underwhelming yeah. experience of so what did the inquisitor do not much <laughs> you're like well it's it's 360 points, but he really enjoys playing with it. So, um, yeah, kudos to Tony for actually taking something he's going to thoroughly enjoy playing with over the weekend, despite the fact that I think he's going to struggle to hit 50 points. I remember when we when I was on the ACS team and it was Felix and I, and uh, we had this big meeting with the rules team about the Inquisitor because they were going to give him the revamp and he got the silver bullets and the silver blades or the blessed blades upgrades. And mm. We were really surprised when the rules team accepted them. Because we thought we thought they could actually be pretty good, and then about a week after he got accepted, Felix tested that and he was like, "No, nah, we're safe as shit." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the silver shots has got so much potential, but it's so expensive. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's insanely expensive. I mean, you can build the most amazing character, but it's like five hundred points to get everything you want, and it just. Yeah. It's just nuts, uh, and 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 as I know, you're only one discipline check away from <laughs> just away and taking the demis and your life with it. Yeah, this is the thing, and the other one as well. He gets light troops, but not fame, flight, or vanguard. So these yeah. are the things we we kind of keep forgetting. Well, I do because of obviously nostalgia back to to previous editions of Warhammer that we used to play, which had similar rule sets, and you kind of just expect light troops to be able to fame flight. This you guy want to can't. Put him in if he runs, as well, don't you? And you can't really do that. 
No, because no, you want no, the Riders do, to be able to run. I do think there's a couple of interesting builds with Inquisitors, uh, and my next list is, is going to have a couple of these guys in them. I think Vanilla with great weapons is an excellent monster repellent, and if the meta's going that way, I don't think that there's, you know, for 100 and what, is it 125 points? Yeah, they're for, pretty uh, hip, yeah. You know, that's... you got to put them on a horsey, though. You, oh, you no, need no, him no. on a horse. No. That's the bomb. You, yeah, but I mean... Because otherwise you just get stamped on. But, you know, you stick them in a bunch of halberds, and people come in, and, you know, you, you, you're thinking twice now about sticking your monster into that block. Um, Possible, or, or more so than... I'm and, not. And, and, and it's a nah. Sorry, Matt. I think the one thing that would make Inquisitors really good, which is what I wanted, was, like you were saying, vanilla on a horse with a lance. And then you'd see them because just the strength six D three multiple wounds on the charge, they would be brutal. But as soon as you give them a great weapon, you kind of give up the one up armor save and you also go at initiative zero, which means you generally get whacked before you can do what you need to do. Um, but yeah, I'd like to say like three inquisitors all on horses, all with one up saves with lances and then just laugh as you just charge stuff and just take it off. But alas, they've thought about that and they've taken lances off of them. So can't be doing that anymore so paul here's a question for you about the inquisitor you you probably know where tony's going to put the inquisitor but i i don't really see a good place for him is there he in the or in the, <laughs> in the cupboard no no there, there isn't one <laughs> he, he wanted to put it with the rioters and then he started vanguarding and i told him he's allowed to do that and he's like oh okay so um yeah so he start he starts it off potentially in the rioters depending where he wants to put them and then he spreads them out. So the, the Inquisitor usually runs around by itself. Um, and he, I mean, to give him his dues, he's actually starting to use it quite well from what I've, I've heard from, from various games he's been playing and various reports I've been hearing back. But it just doesn't do enough. <laughs> it's not doing much. It's not doing that. It has the potential. Um, I think half the problem is he didn't know his own rules for a large part of the, uh, the early games. So he wasn't re-rolling to wound. He was hitting on much worse odds because he thought he was hitting on fours, but it's actually threes, and he's quick to fire, so he doesn't suffer the, the movement penalty and things like this. Where so he was trying to hit things on fives and sixes when he's hitting things on threes and fours, which makes a big difference. Um, so I don't know. I think that it, the more you play with some units in this game, and the better you become with certain models, the more you know how to use them, and then it, yeah, you can then apply them with much greater. Uh, much greater accuracy against something. But to answer your, your question, Henry, no clue. No idea where he's putting him. Um, <laughs> really, behind the steam tank <laughs> would, be, uh, would be a good starting point to stop him from being sniped off with something. The thing he's got to watch with the marshal and the spears as well is that if he gets charged, which you ideally want with the spears, the marshal goes at the same time as the spears, so he doesn't activate death warrant for the spears. Oh, you see. It's got to be, told him that. It's got to be before, <laughs> before the initiative step. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, G- uh, I reckon he's going to slingshot him out of the electoral cavalry because he's. Um, can you put? You can put an order on them. They're a, they're a unit, aren't they? You uh, can no, because they're. Um... Oh, no, no, you need to make them pair with yeah. the knight commander, yeah. don't you? Yeah. No, sorry, delete that. Okay, so best race since we've just savage no. savage Tony for <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> uh, Tony. <laughs> fair, Matt, crap! Have you, have you not played Matt before? <laughs> ba- based, oh, on, based on this, I, I vote for Matt. Yeah, I, yeah, I honestly don't know. 
it depends a lot on your matchups as well and who you guys play against. And I've, I've, I, I like you both equally. <laughs> so, oh, I can't choose. Too diplomatic. Come on. It's like picking your favourite child. It changes daily. <laughs> Just, um... But you always have one. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> exactly. <hate> <laughs> there's, there's always one that nudges slightly ahead, but never too far forward not to be out of be caught. No, uh, I, I think I, I think Matt's Matt's made two, some really good choices with the state militia with the hang with the pistols. Yeah. Like that's 40, 40 shots, uh, strength four, AP two, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, two two mortars is really good in this meta. There's lots of big units. The steam tank is always really strong, and I think these uh, forty five flagellants at going in at less than six hundred points is ridiculously cheap, and they're going to do some good damage. I think I get the right matchups, I could be okay. I'm going to struggle with super high res stuff, uh, but you know, um, yeah. So I, I, I don't great weapons, it could be all right. Yeah, I it's, think it's again, it comes down to. Off. Yeah, I think it also comes down to the amount of games you're playing at the moment as well, because Tony and I just aren't getting the games. Oh, he's getting more games in than I am at the moment, uh, but both of us are struggling to play two games a month. Whereas yeah. you're kind of prepping yourself for ETC and you're kind of honing yourself and you've got a stronger list because you're, you're taking stuff that's better. Whereas Tony's yeah. taking a more fluffier list. Um, so actually, I, I can I can argue my way out of this and choose Matt over Tony because Tony's <laughs> taken a fluffier, lighter list. But no, I'm still going to say Tony just to buck the trend. Okay. <laughs> what you like. An idiot. <laughs> 20 nil, mate. 20 nil every game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, next up is Hybron Earth. We've got this jabroni, who's the only guy in his category. Uh, <laughs> nice little medal there for you, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was all planned. <laughs> um, so, we've all, we've already gone through your list, but um, people who aren't Henry, what do we think? Uh, I'm scared shitless of the Swordmasters getting in. That's why they're getting mortared. Uh, <laughs> they, won't make, they won't make it across the table. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think there's, you know, I mean, high elves do what, sorry, highborns do what highborns do. The Master of the Camry Tower is, what I think, one of the best casters in the game. I think that's super a, a super option. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I think the highborns do what they do. I, I, you know, I think the... Matt, Matt do you want me to scare you a little bit even more? Go on. So, let's say my Grey Watchers shoot your uh, mortar. Yeah automatically minus one to hit because you automatically fail all uh, characteristic tests and then wow. i can take then i can take the uh, cosmology spell on my master of friendly tower and i can give you more to another minus one to hit <laughs> well you see I, i'm gonna be rolling ones anyway <laughs> <laughs> i do like how yeah. Matt's approach to any problem is like you know what i'm gonna just fucking more of that Drop a mortar on it. <laughs> I'll drop the first and blow them off the table, mate. You'll only have four sword masters. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Matt's wizard master's got pyro. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think you have a, you have enough uh, you have enough tools for the sword masters. No worries. They're going to be safely behind the hill for the whole game. Yeah, well, don't need to worry what, about if them. You, if, if, if tell you what, Henry, if, if if we come up, let's let's just shake on the ten and go to the bar, eh? I'm I'm well keen for that. Sweet. <laughs> But, I mean, my sixpence, Henry, I mean, you kind of answered it earlier by you're, you're trying stuff out, which explains why there are certain units in there that aren't optimal. Like, for example, you were saying about the 19 Swordmasters. I, I don't know why you've taken more than 12, 14 max, because the guys in the back just don't do enough. Um, I was running a unit at 21 and ended up just dropping them and putting the Spear Prince in there because he just did more. But 
I don't know. It's, it's a list that you want to run and you enjoy. I mean, the dragon, again, not optimal in my opinion, but you love playing with dragons. So kudos to you. I, I like the way that you're taking stuff you want to play with and trying new things out at a tournament. And I think you're a yeah, good enough player that you'll, you'll enjoy like, playing with them. Well, the, the way that you, you learn if something works or not, because you can't really test it in one game. So, you, I mean, I, I find that when I'm, okay, I want to try this, I test it with one game, it doesn't really work, so I modify it, and then I try it a different way. But I never really get, like, a good data set. Mm. But if, you, if you're playing a five-game tournament, with five games, you have a really good idea of what works and what doesn't work. So I think that actually the best way of finding out what works is taking an experimental list to a tournament and really seeing, getting into it and seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I'd also say as well, there were certain units that people prefer playing with yeah, because it suits their play style. Yeah, and the dragon is one of them for me, for sure. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, as I said, I used to love playing with that ancient dragon before it became useless, but it suited my play style. Whereas now that, I mean, realistically, the high prince with the spear is a really good build, but I just don't really like using him. <laughs> so, yeah, trying something different. Same. It's it's nice just to see something different on the table. I mean, looking at your list as well, it's, I like the five Wymanites. I always struggle with them because I don't, I don't like playing with them because I just think one wound <laughs> to upsave. That's the best unit in the book, but they're still overpriced. Yeah, that's the problem. They're, they're still toughness three. <laughs> it's just you look at them thinking, oh, no. Um, and if they get charged, they're spammed. But no, I think you'll have fun playing with the list. That's the main thing. Yeah, and uh, I get to try my Phoenix out, and I've got, I've got some sneaky plans for the Grey Watchers. not going to tell anyone now, but I've got some sneaky plans. Yeah, I mean, again, they've got so much. I had um, I had a unit of those with one of my first Highboard Elf lists I was running, and I used them for six games and then dropped them. <laughs> so every game I'm like, they're going to do it next game, and they just got annihilated. Okay, it's, it's <laughs> going to happen next game. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> Fine, let's do it next. No, okay, no, enough's enough. <laughs> it's just kind of drop them out. But the book's changed a lot since I played with them last. So, you, you, yeah, you've got potential. It's only 226 for the unit as well, so they're, they're still disposable. Yeah, pretty cheap. They're, they're dirt cheap for what they do. For what they do, it's, it's crazy, actually, for what they do. The price is really good. Oh, so, right. yeah, best best erase, Henry. Yeah, easy one there. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up is the Infernal Doors, and we've got a nice, easy choice as well. And uh, We've got a man that embodies the Dark Horse spirit, and that is Gary Quirk. What do we think of this one? Well, no, I, I mean, I don't get this list. I mean, um, a great bull, with, you know, with 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 core, but without gauntlets. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not sure what's going on there. I mean, but you know, I, ID after that, ID do what ID do, don't they? Um, got the Titan. Fucking love that Titan. He's a baller. <laughs> he goes mental. Takes out an entire army on his own. Yeah. To the Thorox score. This is quite a good list. It's like the only thing I don't understand. Sorry to cut you across. Is the wizard master with essence? I think I, that's I a mistake. Think... I, I don't think he realises how S changed. Yeah. Sorry, just coughing off. Yeah, I, I just. Um, I mean, that was my biggest bug there with the order of the fiery heart chat, where we lost essence of the free mind. Suddenly, you need access to corruption of tin and spike. You need access mm-hmm. to. The enveloping embers. You can get away without scorching salve. I don't think that's very good in, in most matchups. But those big spells are the ones that you want out of the book because they've got answers that you need. Um, that's why I'm so 
bothered about this digital build that gets around that. <laughs> yeah, well, the I don't think that's the don't think that's right at all, there, isn't it? But yeah, oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm wrong, just amazed but... to see an ID list that doesn't feature Baby Kadims with a with an Alchemy Master. End of story. Mm. I mean, that's your, that's your your bog standard go to, isn't it? Yeah, when Fraz and I were yeah. talking about this, we thought um, we should put Wizard Master Alchemy and then drop the bull, just put the Overlord on foot. Or at least give the the bull's just naked. He's he's seven hundred ninety points plus two hundred for general bonus. He's gonna get shot in the face. <laughs> I'm looking like, at it, thinking for, for someone who plays to... with a dragon all the time, it's not that bad. It's a, it's got a five of pages save, right? Uh, I thought it was just armor for the bull. Never, I never played some board. No idea. It has a five pages. Yeah, if he knows how to use it and he enjoys playing with it, then I think he'll be alright. Um... I don't know enough about Infernal Dwarfs to comment, apart from the fact that they came through which I could in Titan, which I don't like. Don't know what everything else does. For <laughs> example, like against my army, this is horrible. I can't, I can't beat this army. Okay, so the bull, the bull gets character armor and two plus against flaming. And then five plus because he's the great bull, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah quite right. Yeah, yeah, so Henry was right. Uh, and eight, yeah, um, two plus. Uh, yeah. I have nothing that can kill the Kadim Titan. I can just sit my Rhymonites in front of it and just hope for the best. And I, I have nothing that can really fight the Tauruk, maybe the Swordmasters. It has a lot of shooting that can get rid of everything. So I think this is this is actually like sneaky good. Okay. It's only 4,485 4, points, which makes me question what drunk he was when he wrote this. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want 11 dwarves in something. <laughs> like this round yeah, numbers. He obviously didn't want a lucky charm <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Or like, a, he could have just given potion of strength to the wizard master. Yeah. There well, you go. Best in race. Best in race. Gary will be pleased with that. Goes to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so next up we've got Vectain. So we've got two players here. We've got uh, Pete Bedson and then we've also got Ed who's having to step in and play. What do we think of these? They're, I mean, they're quite similar. Uh, I think... Uh, I think they're completely gone. different lists, actually. Do you? Okay, right, go for it then. Yeah. So the way I, I think I prefer not Ed's list. Okay. Peter's list is better because it has the flying stuff. So at least from my point of view, I would rather play Ed's list because I can control where the units are going to go, whereas the the flying stuff just gives you much more options. And uh, I really like the Green Knight. Yeah, I think it's really still strong. really good for 360 points. But at the same time, Ed's got like a lot of blocks of knights, which is quite good as well. But when I, the first thing I look when I play Kingdom of Akatane is like, okay, how many flying characters do they have? If they have flying characters, it makes it really difficult for elves. But with the the guys in the warhorse, it makes it much easier. So I, I would I would rate the 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 list with the flying stuff over the list without. Okay. Yeah, but he's a, he's a snipe target, though, isn't he? As soon as he's out on his own, you you can't bring him in within twenty four of Evo and you know uh, an occultism because he's going to just get sniped off. So, um, I see what you're saying, but but and I, I, I like the hippo build. I, I really do, but it's um, I, I I personally I'd rather have four big blocks. Paul, what do you think? I haven't played against enough kingdom to really have an informed decision apart from the fact that whenever I've played them I've beaten them apart from Tommy just at two trebs and they don't have two trebs um, 
I don't know why. Trebs are just horrific for what they can do. Um, I'm assuming Scorpions are the bolt thrower equivalent. Yeah. Oh, right? They're so bent, mate. They are super bent. So they're 115 points. And do they just hit on fours, fives at range? Yep. Are they yeah, large? D3 plus one, aren't they? Oh, okay. Uh, D3 clip wings, I think. Oh, okay. So it's slightly better than bolt thrower. But you're right. I, I, love, I love the Green Knight. I like the idea of that. And the thing is with the Kingdom Equitain book, it got a lot of jip because... It kind of spun from one element to the other. It went really night heavy, didn't it? And then it went to peasants on foot. And it's nice to see the knights are back in in the fray, as it were. Um, I love the green knight. I think it's brilliant. Um, I think personally, out of the two lists, I would prefer to fight Peters because he's got a lot more flying stuff. It'd be more interesting to play against. Um, but with the greatest respect to both guys, I don't know what their lists do on the table until I beat them twenty nil. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, Ed's character setup more. I, I mean, the Hippo Lord and the, the Pegasus Lord are good. Um, and it gives you a board control element that maybe Ed lacks, but um, Double Bind and Scroll with the Master Shamanism Crystal Ball is solid. Um, the Ward, the, the Dukes and the Paladin are, are solid. The Quest Knights are solid. The Realms with the, the Lush Charge are solid. I, I take Henry's point that if you've got the Chaff, um, this list might be in trouble. But my gut's telling me Ed over Pete. Although if Ed's a gracious yeah. host, he should be just charging it at people and taking the hit so he can get the scores in. But whether he does that or not, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> um, okay, so probably, what is it? Just Henry going with Pete for that one? Yeah, yeah I'm going with Ed. Yeah. Okay, Okay, Ogres. This, so this is one of the more um, competitive armies. Uh, so, OMG, yes. OM, OM fucking G. So th- um, there's one standout here for me. <laughs> a, oh, I mean, have you ever seen a sicker list than that? I mean, that is that is Ben, isn't it? That that John Turner list. That is well, eight, just eight mercenary vets <laughs> for almost a thousand points. Yeah, I mean, double I mean, how are you going to stop that? How are you going to stop that? Double cannon, double catapult, big block of 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 scrappling spears. I mean. If he doesn't win this tournament, well, I'll walk back to Manchester. <laughs> oh, bold claim on radio. <laughs> you said it on the podcast now. Asterix. Not, le- not legally binding. <laughs> I'll take him. 20-0. Job done. No, I've got that. I'm looking at it thinking, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty horrible. You've got the three big blocks, haven't you? I mean, the scraplings aren't going to do much damage, but they're just going nowhere. They're, they're on something, yeah. And then the, the scrapling trappers are just ridiculous. For 80 points, they are so good. Yeah. For, yeah, you just make something dangerous terrain on the board, and then you just laugh and somebody charges you and loses a <laughs> sixth of the unit. You just, oh, well, 80 and, points and shouldn't do that. it in front of whatever he's scared of, whilst the Merc vets just run at you. I mean, you know, that's the... Oh, yeah. I have nightmares about this list, to be honest. Okay, so what about and, the other two? So we've got, obviously, John's got that list. So he's got uh, double cannon, double scrap bolt, the Merc Vet block, the scraplings, and the Bruiser block. And he's got the Master on Thaumaturgy. I think that, in terms of all-round list, I think this is probably the best list at the event, I would say. Um, and then we've also got Craig Brady from Team Ireland. He's got uh, the Tribesman Darts with a uh, Bruiser bus. He's got a six-man mercenary vet, so slightly smaller. But he's gone uh, Yetis and Frost Mammoth, and then some. Uh, sorry, he's just got the. Oh, sorry, two hunters. And then, yeah. um, kind of the middle of the road one is Stephen Dornan. So he's got a big tribesman 
boss, the Darts of Bruisers, a uh, six-man Merkvit unit, a Tusker Cav unit, uh, a cannon, and a mammoth. So I think that's the kind of like the bog standard ogre builds, kind of safe and stable. And then you've yeah, got the, Craig. So I was just going to say the the two things that really strike me was there are no rocker rocks. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. Did they suddenly go up in points or? No, they, 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 they just fall out of favour. They just fall off. Yeah, they're, they're quite susceptible to 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 high strength um, chicken shooting. I think that's the that's the, the thinking. Frenzy on them as well makes them very uh, vulnerable. Mm. Oh, okay. I just whenever you've seen two of them on the table, I just look at them and think, really, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that strikes me, and it kind of goes back against the salt mine again, they they did really well again with capping war machines. Why the heck is he able to take two cannons and two catapults? That's <laughs> just yeah. No, it's all Yeah. Sorry, because they can double up his chariots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just not. Uh, and yeah. I've had, about uh, that. I've had Varkalax get into the backfield ogres and then get killed when they get charged by a, a thunder cannon. Yeah, well, this is it. You charge the thunder cannon and it's got some stupid mount on the front of it. This a monstrous cav thing, and yeah. you've got two ogres on the back. <laughs> They're not just normal box yeah, standard. Yeah. In- Bog standard war machines, are oh, you? You have to physically, um, like your Reavers, Henry. I used to use them to chase off uh, artillery, but you can't do that with ogres. Um, they'll just out no, fight you. Uh, I mean, when, when you look at an ogre list, you're thinking, what can I take off? So you, you're running down Craigslist, you're thinking, okay, three tribesmen, I could probably you know, nip them off, nip off the uh, saber tooths, nip off the scraplings, possibly, uh, if I'm lucky, have a pop at the frost mammoth. Over at Steve's list, you're like, okay, three bruises, three bruises, have a pop at those, all those saber-tooths. Yeah, and you look at that John's list, and you're like, I can get five scrappling trappers times two. That's 160 yeah. points. Where's the rest going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't it. see anything in there. To get to, those, to get to those war machines, you're going to have to go past just a wall of pain. Uh, crikey. Crikey tricycles. I think if you got if you got pyro, you might be with the white spells, but yeah. otherwise, I, you're, you're I, not going to be. With all due respect, Paul, you're not going to be wasting your dice casting the spell on the scrappling. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be trying. You're going to be trying your hardest to kill the scrapports and the thunder cannons. Yeah, that's true. That's if you can throw enough crap at them, yeah, definitely. But um, if you can get rid of those those four uh, models, then you're fine because you can kind of ignore the rest and take the scenario. Because he's not really got like a combat character or something either, so it's the Ligus tongue kind of helps. But I mean, you can. I think if you can throw enough shit at a wall, you can get some of it to stick against one of the units. You know, I mean, going back to the salt mine earlier, where you're talking about you know the book. I mean, there's just so many amazing special items in the ogre. Ligus tongue, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, banner of the uh, however you pronounce it, Gnigonet. I mean, it just, I mean, do you really need that on a Merc block that size? Rerolling what, ones? What does it, what does it say? Sorry, it's I'm, I'm, uh, I'm First round of combat, you're rerolling ones. You're rerolling ones to hit and armor saves of one. Ugh. Hit wound and armor yeah. save. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's like the old... It, all, it also works for stomps and impact it. Yeah. Oh, of course it does. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's, like, that's like an absolute steam train. What strength are they? Five. Yeah. Five, oh, six, 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 six on the charge. charge. Six yeah. on the charge. Yeah. Iron fist as well. Don't forget. So plus one attack. I mean, it's just... Parry is... You can't even hit him back. There's a lot of points in that list, aren't they? 
962 points in the vets. If you can get them somehow, then you, you got your cash money. But it's that's hard work to get them. There's not a lot of units that will take that on one on one. No, no. Uh, I know what you need. I know what you need to sort those guys out. Purple sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. For the win, six dice. <laughs> no, a good riddance to that spell. But you can see why it's uh, it's useful in some respects. Um. Yeah, right, okay then. So, best race, who be thinking? Henry? John. John. Matt? John. Paul? Yeah. It has to be, doesn't it? It does, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but yeah. I would, I would love to smoke my teammate Craig, but I'm um, sorry. I think people have got wise to the Hunters. I think that might be Craig's downfall. Yeah, they have, yeah. Um, it probably took too long, but we have eventually got wise to the Hunters. I mean, you'll still catch people out, I've got no doubt. But I think if he gets too far up the tables, he might he might struggle. Whereas John's list, I think he's looking at basically 98% of these lists and going, I don't care. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so moving on. Uh, we've got Orcs and Goblins. So uh, we have uh, James McDonnell and Joe Sampson. Both very different lists, both quite quirky. So we've got James who's gone uh, Nasher Heavy. Um, with what I think is a really nice list. Double Master, uh, big block of Ed Bashers, two blocks of Nashers, Nasher Wrecking Teams, Great Grenade, four Skewers. And then you've got Joe, who's gone for literally all the magic in the world. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, a big block of Ed Bashers because they're compulsory. And he's, he's got Trolls, Cave Trolls. Long while since we've seen them. Um, double Giant and a Great Green Idol. And of course, the Not... Warlord on the, the Wyvern. Hmm. Yeah, I've been looking at the orc lists quite a bit recently, and I I love the units of fifteen orcs. The iron orcs, fifteen iron orcs, are brilliant. I agree, they're so cheap. But I don't rate wrecking teams, and I don't rate the idol. I don't rate the nasher herds in such big units. I think they're better off as little hand grenades because they just they they do pump it out, but they're a bit like swordmasters in my opinion. You don't need too many because they get the benefits of being small disposable units you can throw in front of somebody do loads of damage and then just don't care if you lose them because they're only 100 something points um the orc ed bash units as well 31 orc ed bashes in that unit 30 orc ed bashes in that unit there's just too many ways to deal with that unit now um i don't know if it's because i've played against it quite a lot and i'm no longer scared of it but it's not a merc unit <laughs> this is the thing i mean admittedly it's 100 and something points less but um, that's not much. Small and if you hit it with the right really. stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I I like bits of both lists. I mean, I love the eight cave trolls. I, I'm actually I've been looking at a few lists after playing. Um, staff's been playing with cave trolls down our club at the moment, and uh, two units of eight cave trolls are, are pretty brutal. Um, but then he's gone and made a mistake of taking two giants with giant clubs. <laughs> so. <laughs> So they both hamstrung themselves. <laughs> um, so I don't know is the honest answer. They've both got strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I like the witch doctors on the chariots, but why he's taking an apprentice on thematogy and not on the not on witchcraft is beyond me. Oh, he's got an apprentice on. He's got a, He's got no master, is he? Yeah, he does. He's got master on shamanism. So what's the point of taking? I don't know. I'm missing something. Greatest respect, guys. Probably taking lists that you want to play with. So fair kudos to yourself. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm look, but I'm looking at the list, a bit perplexed. 
I think what's Jim, he, Jim's what's he is he he's only channeling four there, isn't he? Uh, Joe's no, he's, he's only channeling two because yeah. the apprentices don't channel. Uh, he's got skull right, fetish. Yeah, well, skull fetish will help. Okay, a lot. that's insane, then. Yeah. You right. see, I don't rate skull fetish that much either, oh, unless mate, it's a certain, certain <laughs> unit type. I think it's so good. It's yeah. really, really good in certain circumstances, but for the first few turns, it does nothing. Um, only generates fail tokens when things are in combat. You don't really. But that's when you, that's when you need the yeah, fail exactly, token. Yeah. Well, I suppose yeah, if you've, if you've got the right stuff, but. I don't know. For the points values, it is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Again, play styles, I suppose. I, I tried it a couple of times and just didn't rate it that much compared to the other things you can take in the list. Okay. So the, way, um, the, way I, the way I see these lists is that I, I quite like James's list. I think uh, I think the Nashes are a bit rubbish and a bit of a waste. Um, I think you'd be better taking something else with those points. I also think that the... The Ed Bashers could do better with spears rather than paired weapons. Oh, I mm. disagree with you there. Yeah, I disagree there as well. The paired weapons get the, around the parry issue. The, the, AP is, the AP is better in the meta than the parry, ignoring parry, personally. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think I'm on Henry's side there. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm on Henry's side. I mean, I know you hate parry, Paul, but I reckon that, that paired weapons is... Uh, I mean, that a, all that AP. I mean, what are you going to do about that big block? Uh, with with spears, it's it's a nightmare for warriors, and there's plenty of warriors. Yeah, and you can play it five wide, and with your green type battle, you fighting in four ranks. Yeah, uh, three, four, yeah, four ranks. So, so I think you're, that, you're now maybe going... maybe a small mistake in the list, but I think James's list is much better. Um, the Joe's taken way too many points in magic, as we've kind of alluded to. Like. Uh... I think he's taken less because the other guy, uh, James, has taken two Orc Shamans, which total up to over a thousand points. But they're both the, masters. The bow, both having plus one to cast and access to the better spells is just generally better. That's it. I'd prefer that build rather than, than the other. I, I don't know if I would be bothered with the thematology, but actually in where you're playing against so many Dwarf armies, <laughs> not a bad choice. And, uh, I think it would it would be better because he's got two guys and two Shaman carriers. It would be better to have... Uh, some chariots in the list as well, so he can hide them a bit. Hide them, yeah. And he hasn't really got yeah, any. Well, I was, just, I was just thinking maybe he's going to use them as like chaff or something. I don't. I, I mean, they're cheap enough to do that, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. are. They are completely disposable. That that's really what they're there for, and they're insignificant as well. So the orcs don't care about them. But um, mm. yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't really break trolls in the meta. Too much pyromancy. Too much alchemy. Yeah, I really like James's list. I think that that would be my dark, dark horse pick. Yeah, I think it plays well into a lot of the lists that we've seen. Um, I know what you're saying about the small units of hang, uh, hand grenade nashers, which I agree with, but I think the big units as well. There's there's so many units in the game that just don't want to fight them, just because they get hit, they put out so much because they're high agility. Just as a as a as a question, Paul, how how are you going to deal with forty eight nashers? Uh, don't fight. Them. <laughs> no, the honest That's answer is I don't know until I play until I play it on the table. But um, oh, this know, list playing, is horrible against you. Uh, yeah, I mean, orcs is always a bad one against warriors. They always have the upper hand. Um, but I mean, I've been playing against Nav quite a bit recently, and the twelve Nashes do exactly the same thing. 
Um, because they're swift, stride, they're immune to psychology, you can play them wide and then bring them in on people's flanks. Especially with the uh, the war cry, you can make a movement five swift stride. Um, and, the, the, yeah, I, the, I, I do rate Nashes. I think they're really good. But a block of 24, I think, is too many. I think if you take, you could take four units of 12 there, and I think he'd be better off with that. Um, but, no, you're right. I mean, that list I don't really want to play against. I'd get points off of it because I know how to play against green skids. And I don't know what he's like as a as a guy to play against. And all these wizards aren't very well protected. Yeah. So, well, what, what I would, say I, I would about just James, snipe off his characters. But what I, what I would say about James's list is there's there's going to be a big block in the middle that you could play around. You know, you could you could torch off a lot of stuff. Uh, four skewers could could spike. Uh, Fifteen iron orcs don't scare me. Uh, the GGI is is uh, a nasty. You know, I, mean, I, I I think there's you can pick points off of that. Whereas I think Joe's trying to whistle into that, but um, completely, I don't think they're, they're either. I like with James's list is that he's put the crown of Buckersteel in Orc General. I know why he's done mm. it, but if he dies, that's a lot of points to be bleeding. <laughs> why has he done that and not put it on the Shamanism one? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's to do with what units he puts them in, personally. Ashes, if they do, I don't know. In fact, they must I, do. I think that'll depend on the, who he's playing, right? They'll either sit in the orc head bashes if there's nothing that can fight them, or they'll go in the little bunkers of the the iron orcs, I would imagine, anyway. Well, they like what we want as forces, again, because they're immune to psych and they're just so versatile. I, I, I really rate the 15 eyes. They're brilliant. Now, I always put standards in, though, just to make sure you get the extra plus one combat res. Um, but versatile. Mm. Here is going to be interesting. Now. I'll be interested to see how we get some of those over-the-git launches that are just ridiculous. <laughs> but well-pointed, in my opinion. I don't think they're stupid. Um, How many points are there? Get launches two fifteen. You give them the orc bully upgrade, which you're good at. Sure, to make them large. Yeah, and they just dominate the battlefield. Whereas four skewers, you're going to find it hard to hide from them. Um, but you can't really afford I mean, to sit if back. They spike. They're going to make a big mess. Yeah, I think they play Imagine well in the other list. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think we'd do well. He dropped a few things, like the Nasher wrecking teams. If he was to take those out. Um, that's what I want to play with. So I like the reckon teams for 135 points. Do you reckon? Yeah, because like if you have an army that can't deal with them, you, you can't deal with one. You can't deal with one. But if you have an army that can deal with them, then they'll just take the points. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I had to push you. I go for James. James. I would back him. Back him. Yeah, James has got a better list. But I, I missed the two orc shamans, two masters at the top. I think he's got the. I think he's got the edge. But who's better player? But can put you on the slot. I don't know Joe Sampson. How how long been playing with Greenskins? Uh, so Joe around for a long time. Um, he's recently moved up here. I think he's living in Edinburgh now. Um, he's not been down at the club yet. Give you a wee dig, Joe. Get your ass down here. Um, <laughs> but he's definitely he knows what he's doing. And James is a bit like Fraz and Barry. It'll depend how much he's drank. Yeah, again, I think a lot of this comes down to player ability and stuff. But I'll bet James just because I think the list is just slightly stronger. Okay. Matt, final vote. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'd love to, to back the high, a hard-drinking Joe, but I think uh, James is mine. Okay. Uh, that's that one done. So the next one's another easy one, uh, but one which will probably generate discussion. It's uh, Tim sorry, in Ancient <laughs> List. Uh, oh, is, my God. Which is probably <laughs> one of my listen notes. List. <laughs> Ow. Um, so here's a question: uh, Can can the Saurian Warlord on Alpha Kynosaur use a Dragonfire gem? No. <laughs> oh, good. It wasn't me missing that. Then I was thinking. Hang on, isn't he a 
he's a monster. If he was on a normal Carnosaur, he could. Yeah, but that's why the, the Starfall yes. Shard yeah. bonkers. Yes. That gives the... But yeah, he can't... Yeah, I think he is worried about alchemy, which is understandable being on an alpha. So, whoops. <laughs> yeah. What a list, though. I like the look of it a lot. It, I'd rather play this than that stupid kind of cloud skink loads of rubbish. There's no Taurosaurs in it, which also gets my thumbs up. He's just playing with stuff that I, I would prefer to fight because I've played against it. See, he's taken... So Boxy took a list very similar to this to Siege last year, at the end of last year. Um, and I think Tim's taken this and tried to improve it. I think he's actually made it worse by accident. <laughs> I, I think... So the Skink Braves with the bows, I think he's given them because he thinks they retain shields so they've got parry, but they don't. Oh, I didn't know that. So okay. that's five points that's going to die. Um, the the dragonfire is a little error. I mean, that's only twenty points. That doesn't really matter. Um, the, the, the pterodons are good. I like them. The raptors are decent for what they do. I like the four man Cayman unit. I don't really know what the Stygio is doing apart from being an anti armor threat. But at the end of the day, none of the other shit matters because it's all about the double alpha, isn't it? It just runs at you. Yeah. I mean, look at it all. It's it's just hyper aggressive. Apart from the skink graves, but I think even they're meant to be hyper aggressive until he works out what they do, and then he'll hide them. But um, I think everything else is just going to kind of plonk itself in front of you and go right, okay, engage, or I'm charging you and taking you off. It looks like a bit of a hobby list. I don't know about the guy, but it looks like he's just playing with what he wants to play with and all what's good. I would say that Tim, Tim's class. Tim is a class player, and it, the jankier the list, the better he plays. So this is exactly his kind of style. All right. I don't know. Yeah, I was but... just going to join in on that. I mean, you know, Tim's the king of the shenanigans, and uh, he loves to play wide. He loves to his movement. He loves his deployment. I, I, I mean, I don't think it's optimized, but he's a bloody good player, and he's got a hell of a double hammer there. I can see him making a mess. I bet he wasn't feeling too great when he read the dwarf list. So. No, against, <laughs> against the field, I think he's up against it a bit. What's his first round matchup? Dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, the two Alpha Cardos are going to be a real. Uh, they're going to have a bit of a stingy tournament, depending on certain certain lists he goes yeah. into. It's a cool list though. He definitely gets cool points. And he gets best in race. And he gets best in race. <laughs> and he um, doesn't have that. Sh- Stupid coattle with that ridiculous build that I'm surprised nobody hasn't just... It's just an auto-take. He's got no magic. <laughs> yeah, he's got no magic. <laughs> no, no, which is always a flaw in any list, in my opinion. Yeah, you get magic, a free magic phase, use it. Magic. So but, um, but, again, he's secured himself best in race, which is probably more than I'll do over the weekend, so kind of got to get on that. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. So we've got UD, which is probably, again, one of the, the tightest... Uh, contested for best race because we've got four this lists mega bent mega bent lists four yeah. very strong lists i think so what stood out to you guys jack right okay so let's talk about jacks because jack's utter bullshit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent utter bullshit <laughs> what it's the just nice it's, it's five it's five units with characters what the fuck is this <laughs> this is a terracotta list that people have been hoping would work and nobody's really wanted to take it because the other stuff was just edging it and now where the book's been brought back down a little bit into balance people are now starting to play with other things and i think it's really good i like the look of it 
I think Gaylord's doing. I think he's going to struggle in some matchups, but yeah. Why guard based four? The corpus guard because they're the they're the equivalent of your barrow guard. Yeah, but they're tough as three. No, they're not. Are they not? Barrow guard are four. No, barrow guard are four, mate. Barrow no, guard and corpus guard. Necropolis Guard are worse because they've always had light armor and Barrow Guard have had heart, heavy armor. We're playing playing with Tomb Kings and Vampires. I always bitched about the fact that the uh, the Tomb King variant was weaker. Well, they get poison and then as well, though. They do yeah. now, and they get access to paired weapons, which uh, makes them much different, but they are lighter. But the, ter- the Terracotta gets around that. But the Terracotta has got one big weakness, which is the fact it doesn't raise back very well. Yeah. So if you can start hammering these units, they will fall apart. But I, I don't think the Undying Dynasty's book relies on the rays quite as much as the Vampire book does. No, um, it's a good thing that someone brought double more, eh, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking that's a pretty decent match. I mean, I can, you know, what, what strength is this? Yeah, what strength three? turns into a mortar there. Say again. Is the mortar strength three or strength two? <laughs> yeah, strength three. Uh, it's, yeah, it's strength, it's strength three. So it's six under the hole, three, but then on the half hit, it rounds up. That's the, the So you'd be round. wounding those terracotta bros on sixes? The uh, the guard, yeah. Five yeah. on the archers, yeah. Without, without yeah, magic support. The, the guard yeah. will take care of them. I'll just um, snipe them off around, around the corners. But yeah, it's, uh, it's an unusual list, though. I don't think I've ever seen like, anything Drive like that before. Drive his tank into it. I, don't know what yeah. they, I mean, he's got a Pharaoh there with Godslayer. Nah, yeah, Necro Guard got Lethal Strike. That's you're asking for something to go wrong. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They did. They, do they still have that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, ignore Matt. Yeah. <laughs> ignore that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> don't go anywhere near it with the Steam Tank. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it, gonna be a fun list to play with. I don't uh, think it's the best list there though. Oh, I think the the two architects given the Necro Guard the five plus. Uh, I, I again, I can't fight this. I don't know what I'll do. If I do I'll just probably try and offer Jack sexual favors to go away. <laughs> well, he's going yeah, to struggle to say uh, where he fights, though. That's the only thing. And also, where are the no marks hiding? And one, the, no one of the units. They're just yeah, yeah. No, jump on. There's going to be there's going to be two units of um, what they call necro guard at the front, and then three units of archers behind them. That's going to be how he deploys. Yeah, every game. And then the all the characters will be in the middle arch unit. Yeah. Apart from the and he'll be like, "Come on, and try and come out, yeah." Because uh, they always hit on fives. He'll just push forward, push forward, and just shoot the crap out of you. 90, 90 shots, thirty hits. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, three. That's already quite. I don't bad. know. It's good. It is good. It's not as bad as some Tomb King lists I've seen in the past. Also, oh, Undying Dynasties lists I've seen in the past too. Okay. It's nice. also, it's, it's, you can also cast plus, cosmology to make him hit plus one. Yeah, oh, one yeah. of the units can hit better. It's the perception strength on the necropology you got to get. Interesting. I, I, did, I rate cosmology a lot, actually, with the um, Undying Dynasty. It's just because you could do the whole hex, uh, and bases where you need them. But again, Terracotta doesn't really get the raise back. So we've got... Uh, Cal Mouse, he's gone for what's it, Chariot Block. Uh, we've got Danny Minto, who's got a little bit more combined arms. He's got um, Chariot Block, Tomb Cataphracts, eight Shafty Archers, <laughs> Sphinx and Colossus, yeah. and then David Paper Arms Bows. Uh, he's gone for smaller Chariot Unit, two fours of Cataphracts, double Catapult, and then double Tomb Reaper. The Tomb Cataphracts are still really good. Yeah. I think it's still. 
they're, they're just for what they do. When you compare them to Chosen Knight, um, the Chosen Cab out of the Warriors book, I'm I bitching think, again. Well, no, I think when you compare them to <laughs> you all monstrous think... Cav, I think they are just. <laughs> I, I actually really like David's list. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I'm leaning towards. I think, it, I think it's pretty, pretty nice. The the cataracts are, are good, and the the two tomb Re- the two units of tomb reapers can play outside the bubble. Yeah. So you can play a lot wider than the other lists. And the, the catapults are actually really good in the meta as well because there's a lot of big blocks. And monsters. Catapults yeah. scare the monsters off as well. Because yeah. I didn't realise the catapults were no longer flaming with their single shots. Because um, David's points at David's list quite a lot. And uh, yeah, totally scared of it. <laughs> quite understandably. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me thinking, I don't know why I'm going to beat that. And I, yeah. I don't the the halberd's quite nice on the reapers as well. Normally you see them with but I think the birds with can be some matchups. Yeah, I think the best thing with those reapers though is they're autonomous. So as you say, you can put them out wide, which is where they start to excel because then they're fighting against lighter units and chaff, um, which is why the vampire ones struggle so much. Eighteen inch bubble, yeah. mate. Get around that. <laughs> Fire them out. <laughs> okay. Do you think he's got enough chariots in that? Uh, five, generally enough for a counter punch if he needs to. He's he's got, got the he's got the wizard set up though he's got the master and Cosmo and the um, the adept on Evo which is all you need the sour hourglass the obsidian rock uh, um, I, I like David's list a lot and he's going to get a twenty in his first game so yeah <laughs> I think actually I think I would actually probably rate David to do best in race yeah okay um, Paul who do you think best in race um, it's a difficult one because Jack's a good player and historically he's done well up in Scotland where he's chump bashed. So he's just playing such a fucking weird list. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's probably, he's probably never played it before. He's just written it down on paper and looked, thought that it's really good. And the last but, time we did this, but it fucked Jack's up. All, Jack's all loved up at the moment, though, isn't he? Because uh, he turned up at Bristol with his friends. So is uh, he a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, he has. I'm thinking maybe he's he's knocking out lists real fast and then going back to the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm never letting my fiance anywhere near you, Matt. I think she would just run. <laughs> well, you know, dude, it's uh, it's a it's a gift and a curse. I'm not gonna lie to you. Fuck, I almost <laughs> run away with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what Matt's type is, so uh, maybe you're safe. Yeah, breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Willing. <laughs> if it moves. Right. Okay. So. Uh, so Henry, you're going Dave. Uh, Paul, who are you going to go? No, oh, bugger, I thought you were going to dry out. I, I was sitting nicely on the fence there. <laughs> I thought I got past it. Yeah, try again. <laughs> um, I, as I said, uh, Dave's, David's going to get a 20 in his first game, so it's going to be hard for Jack to catch up. So, uh, yeah, I, I think as well Jack's going to struggle if he comes up against Dwarves. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to take a punt. <laughs> Uh, David, welcome to Mad Get Radio. No, I'll, 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 be, I'll, I'll play differently to uh, to uh, Henry and go with the one with the cat. Oh no, that's David's list. Yeah. Bugger. No, it's the, yeah, David. Okay. Matt. Uh, Jack. Jack for me. I think I was going to say Jack. I, I actually really like Callum's double Sphinx. I think that's really strong in the monster heavy meta. Oh, I, I think said, if there was a meta. bunch of, if there was a ton of infantry, I'd really rate Callum's, but I don't think there's enough infantry for it, for that to really be working. Uh, so I, I'm 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 thinking Jack. I'm I'm going to take a punt here and actually say if I played against Callum's list, the Battle Sphinxes was one of the reasons why I took the Feldrak Elder with a great weapon. <laughs> so yeah. 
I'd actually really like to play against that list, and then he would probably smash me and show me why I shouldn't play against it. But um, yeah, I look at I look at David's. Yeah, no, David. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would say Jack. So we'll, we'll, that's a tested one then. So two for two. Uh, I think just focal not play against Jack in the same way that Shane's list kind of presents that issue. Um, now, so just before we get going on this next one, then Andrew, um, yeah. we. Um, <laughs> Uh, you're going to be desperately offended if we don't vote for you in this one. I mean, of course. Well, I'm, fuck, I'm not voting for me, so... Because <laughs> um, I don't think you'll listen. <laughs> uh, compared to the Goy list, dude, I don't get it, man. I mean, you know, it's the Banshees are sweet. The rest, I'm not sure about. It's like, it's like your list compared to Barry's list. It's like, both have two Banshees... But then you've got all the stupid shit and Barry's got <laughs> more like solid stuff. Like ghouls, Barrowguard, double shrieking horror. I don't know. I mean, That's everyone knows that Barrowguard are for people with tiny penises. You can only take them if you've got tiny penises. <laughs> it says that in the book. Um, why, why didn't he take them then? Oh, because I've got a vagina. Oh, oh, Come oh, on, oh. catch up. <laughs> um... Yeah, I do like I like Barry. Barry would be my choice, best and I think the Shuriken Horrors are a bit rock paper scissors because they do have stuff that they just can't deal with. Uh, cough cough dwarfs like Gareth. I like Gareth's list until he has the four units of three gas, and you can have too much of a good thing. Yeah, I was uh, yeah. What he was doing there. If it was one unit, it would be better. Yeah, I don't understand why he's got he's, four. He's got halberds on his barrow guard as well, which I don't. It's really expensive, and it's you either want the parry to make them tarp it, or you want the great weapons so they hit stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't like the halberd option. It, but then like without, like, without a court, it's not good enough. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know. I, but he might be trying something new. Don't know. It, the halberds work if you have a court. Yeah, so you're getting the, the hit first. I think the, the double count's cool. Um, I know he's talked for ages about trying the Dower of the Wolf General on foot, though, I don't know. Is he going for one of those sort of uh, VC builds where he gets in on the flank and then grows it and then looks to pop you on uh, uh, big flank? Not really, because you can't really do that anymore. Uh, um, just, it was, it I'm was... wondering what the theory is behind all these... It was different when there was no cap unit. on the units for the regrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to be interested to talk to Gareth about his list because I want to know what the thought process is because I think I'm missing something. Um, Barry's is pretty straightforward. It's double horror and two well, blocks. That's double snipe, isn't it? I mean, you can't put anything within snipe range of those two. Yeah. They're just going yeah. to blow, blow your head off your characters, aren't Tell they? Tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he's got two binding scrolls as well to stop you doing it back to him. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. I've been over overlooking Barra's list thinking, how am I, I don't think I've seen so many but... binding scrolls in one tournament ever. Uh, are, welcome to England. Yeah. <laughs> or Scotland in this particular instance. It's becoming much more prolific over here since Tony and I introduced people to them. Boom. <laughs> yeah, classic English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying to make claim everyone. <laughs> like, no one really uses them in Denmark. It's all. It'd be a trendsetter, Henry. Once you've seen what they use, once you see how they're good. Um, I mean, they were massive ETC, Henry, last year. 
Yeah, but not really. Most lists had a binding scroll, at least one. You mm. just you just remember. Binding, binding scrolls is for pussies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, thing, the thing with binding scrolls is, if you've got high value stuff that you simply can't allow them to get at, then you've got to have them. But if you've just got a bunch of crap and they can help themselves to as much bollocks as as they like, then you know, crack on. But um, but you know, if you've got to stop totem and you've got to stop uh then i can really see the point of it but i actually find the strength there because I, I never left home without a binding scroll and the only reason i've done it this tournament again is going to be a bit more fluffy because my original build was a sorcerer with the heirloom and the scroll because i can fit it in but i want to play with the chosen knights with the champion and the standard bearer and the aether icon and that's exactly the same points as the binding scroll binding scrolls better i just wanted yeah. the models in the chosen knights because i've painted them up um, well, but you get plus one with that last critical combat, there, don't you? Yeah, I can see your point. Yeah. Well, no, it's just because I had ten points. <laughs> that, was actually, yeah. that was the only thing with it. But, <laughs> but really, the, the binding, the binding scroll, the binding scroll is awesome because what you can do against every army has got a key spell. So, like highborn elves, you want to just that that one turn when you want to smash into that unit, you just take away uh, the hereditary spell. You just binding yeah, scroll. Take it. Playing against green skins, yeah. you just binding scroll the hereditary spell. Um, there are just every list has deliberately designed itself so that when it comes to that crunch combat, it's got that key spell, or it's got a number of key spells where if it casts it, it will tip this balance of the uh, the battle in their favour, and then Ooh, that's no, where you win yeah, the big no, points. You're right there, Paul. You know, and children gather round and listen to Mister Paris as he gives you the pearls <laughs> of wisdom. Here's the thing about the binding <laughs> well, scroll, right? You can bind an attribute, yeah. right? And, and if you yes, wind you up can. a flaming attribute on alchemy. That'll fuck up baby Kadims in combat. <laughs> and, and Dr. Dan didn't know that. And I had to show him in a rule book. It was the greatest thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it used against UD where you just shut down their old rays. You just shut it down completely. Yeah. Um, it's really good against vampire counts because you can stop them having that raise, that raise turn where they really need to get all that stuff back and you just shut down one of the raises and use your dice on your other ones. Um, Hang in. Yeah, stop, just stop their stop their big stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Playing against Barry in this game, the first game, the first thing I'm struggling with are the two binding scrolls because I know exactly what he's going to scroll, and then I can't commit my wizard anywhere near his two wizards because I will lose. Well, if you if you go anywhere near, he'll snipe your wizard off, and then you know he'll, he'll scream off your warriors. He's got four screams. Um, it's going to be uphill battle there, dude. Yeah, I'm still getting the twenty. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't honestly know how, but I will manage it somehow. <laughs> I don't know, but we will see. The, the thirty-two barrow guard are just solid. I just don't know where they're going. No, um, but it's a boring list. Of of all the lists, actually, I know you're not looking forward to playing with it, um, but I actually quite like yours, Andrew, with the the, the six wraiths and the varklak and the shrieking horror and the three. You've just got a bit of spice, a bit of flavour, and everything else. Uh, the other two lists are just much more competitive. <laughs> right, so f- me for Personally, best in race then? You for most enjoyable opponent. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right, best in race, Barry? Now I'm taking 20 points from him game one. Okay. Gareth then? But you're welcome to choose him. <laughs> you're not going to choose Andrew, come on. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm kicking, kicking myself. If, well, somebody else go first. Barry. I'm going to choose Barry as well. Oh, dear. You're all wrong. <laughs> no, you're probably right. This is a problem. 
I'm going to say you, Barry. You're playing Barry I'm to still, game one, Paul. I'm still taking 20 points from him game one, but I'll still say he'll finish higher than everybody else. Yeah, okay. That was pretty unanimous. Uh, so, okay, yeah. me and Gareth in the bomb. I'm going back, actually. I'm picking Gareth. Sorry. Okay. I know I'm going back on myself, but you're right. The Shrieking Horrors, they're really good against my list, but he comes up against Dwarves and stuff, and there are a lot... There are a lot of armies in this game, that in this tournament, I think those horrors are just going to die instantly too. And then his army just completely lacks any teeth. Yeah, so, what Gareth. I said in the, in the last one is that I think if Barry gets the right matchups, he can podium. But as soon as he gets one bad matchup with the horrors, he's going to lose them both. And then the, the yeah. list doesn't really function without the horrors. No, he, he's down a thousand points. And you're not recovering from that because that's his bite. That's where he gets yeah. it from. Because nobody's going to engage with Barrowguard unless it's fair. Whereas my list, the Winged Reapers, muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> your secret, your secret. Uh, with halberds, not weapon. the optimum paired weapons choice. No, sir. We go for halberds. <laughs> <laughs> They're lovely models, Andrew. Yep, <laughs> Just yep. go with the lovely models. That's um, what I'm going for all weekend. I'll They're lovely models. Them off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will look lovely when you take them off. Yeah, it will look nice in the tree. Okay, um, Vermis Swimmer up next. We've only got the one army, surprisingly. Um, and it's yeah. Yeah. Am, am I am I just am I drinking too much beer tonight, or or is there just two of everything in this list? Yeah, and like no shooting. Yeah, apart, apart from the, the compulsory hills and catapults. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. there's no GCLs, uh Demon with Div. Yeah, I, I quite like this no list. Big towers. Yeah. yeah. Ball I mean, th this is nice. a weird. This is a weird VS list, isn't it? I mean, number one up. Not not having two machinists, uh, and then obviously n no towers at all, um, and then two of everything obviously gives you issues and stuff. But um, I, I don't know what G's doing here. Um, I, <laughs> but that's not that's not that's not to say that he is he isn't onto something. Um, but but I I, I don't if, if what he's on. Fuck, fuck knows, frankly, but that's not to say that it isn't genius. So Guillermo said to Fraz, possibly the most Guillermo thing he's ever said, because um, Fraz asked him how he was coming along with the list, and he said, I've stopped asking people what they think of it because they keep trying to get me to change it. <laughs> and this is what he came up with in the end. I think it's brilliant. I, I, I really like Fair it. Play. Yeah. I think, again, he's probably started from a point of, I want to take two A-bombs. Right. Now, from there, where do I go? Well, I want to play Catapult. I'll take two. I want a treadmill. I can fit in two. And then everything else is like, well, I just take to everything else. <laughs> just... Yeah. It's very easy to use that copy function on the uh, on the new army builder app, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess he's going for a, a sort of a redundancy thing that, you know, if, if one of the catapults blows up, he's got another one. If one of the A-bomb fluffs, he's got another one. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at that thinking, how do I get points out of that? And, and I'm not getting points out of that. Oh, I think for you, I'm you're already right. right. you got pyro, mate. Yeah, pyro and shooting, you can pick off quite a lot of that. Well, assuming he comes within pyro range, because otherwise he just sits back and I mortar him and he, he just blows me off, doesn't he? But it's, I mean, uh, what? He's got two play catapults. You far outrange him. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll get points out of that big time. It's not a bad matchup for you actually in this this particular roundup. The Plague Brotherhood don't fight nearly as well without the the pendulum. That's true. Do you yeah, know what? Do you know what? It's the Ventus. I I think I think the Plague Disciples might be. Although does that say disciplines? 
<laughs> Leave him alone, he's Spanish. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I think that might be. I think the disciples. I'm sorry, knowing G. Um, do, you know, do you know he's the world's leading expert on, on uh, shrimp's assholes? He's, he's telling me that whilst we were cooking the barbecue in, in Novisand that nobody on earth knows more about shrimp's assholes than he does. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, but uh, I reckon Disciples might be the, the one of the bentest units in the game. Because so uh, essentially they've just run through my warrior list once too often. They're annoying because they've got too many special rules that they didn't have. Mm. Like the whole bat rank also getting all impact toxic at agility 10. This is again coming from a really salty high off player. <laughs> Who just looks at yeah. things? We're gonna have I charge to you fire with my Martin. chariot and the chariot's dead. <laughs> so this isn't right. <laughs> Chariot should be getting impact hits before you do your whole toxic things, but no, I don't know. You're right; they're, they're a ridiculous unit. I think I think he's got like a, a lot of good stuff in the list. I, I'm not sure about the Plague Brotherhood, but everything else in the list is really good. Yeah, like the Abomination, they're really good if, in the right matchup. If if someone hasn't got flaming, they're really good. If uh, the the two Plague Catapults are really good. The dreadmills are really good. The plague disciples, or the plague disciplines, are really good. <laughs> the, actually, the, the twenty giant rats are also really good. They're advanced seven, and they have three ranks and rank bonus. The the two two units of footpads are really good because they're fast scoring units. So he's got like a lot of really good stuff in the list. And and uh, I mean, yeah, it's not like what you maybe normally see, but I I quite like this list. Hmm. He'll still do well with it because it's firm. Yeah, he's definitely getting best. Yeah, he is. Okay, um, so last but not least, we have the Warriors of the Dark Gods with another very competitive field. We've got four lists. Um, we've got James McCormick, uh, who's got a standard twenty-man block, four chosen knights, six Feldrak, double elder, double giant. Uh, we've got Kev Stoneback, so a chosen lord on a steed. Um, five chosen knights, ten warrior knights, double battle shrine, one with a wizard on it. Uh, we've got our very own Paul Godbold, who we heard has got three units of panthers who run away, <laughs> six wretched ones, four lovely, chosen lovely. knights, <laughs> double chariot, double elder, one for sacred one. And then we've got, also, have we got five lists? One, two, three. You'd have five lists, yeah. Jesus Christ. Right, so we've got Maggot Radio's very own coronavirus victim, Paul McNeil. Uh, That's a shit list. Get well soon. <laughs> With uh, just an amazing list. Double four swarm block, double wretched ones, double four uh, forsaken ones. Fuck you, anything. Um, and then we've got Shane Baxter with a wasteland behemoth. Uh, double sorcerer, 21 block, two 10 man units of chosen, an eye watering 785 points each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and double They'll Kyra. take out those. Uh... They'll take out the mercs <laughs> and then die. But my rates yeah. get a boner when they see that unit. <laughs> Big ghostly boner. Imagine if you had more to them. Nah, Barragard. Again, tiny penis. I've already explained this. Okay, I've, I've got to the faction I've been looking forward to reviewing the most. Uh, I think that, I think there's just an absolute just treasure trove of just fucking random bollocks in there. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is Paul Paul's list is amazing. 
he loves that list though, doesn't he? He's he's really keen on the wretched ones of Forsaken one just from hearing him on your show. And the Forsworn, yeah. he, he's been he's been banging on about the fact they're damnation. He's just gone fluff, hasn't he? Apart he, from the well, twenty warriors that, of greed. He took that DTC and every list he's written since then he's like, No, nah, it's not as good, I'll go I'll keep on playing for it. The, uh, the <laughs> stuff. It suits his play style. It's a nightmare to play against as well because you've got four units there with random movement. And actually, yeah, you get up to six. Pain in the because yeah. the force one got because da- uh, of damnation. As soon as they pop, they turn into. Oh yeah, as well. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's a massive point upgrade. I mean, that they they are an absolute point sink. But you do have to kill all of them. I think it's totally worth it. I think it's really good. Mm. I don't know if I'd gone two units to six. Um, but I think at that point he was just like, I just want to use all the because he got the Blight King models for the Force One. Yeah, uh, lovely models, which are really nice. Um, the I think he's maybe regretting the guy in the chariot, but again, he's got a really nice model for that uh, because he is going into cannon and ballistas and all that kind of scary shit and shrieking horrors. Uh, but apart from that, I really like the rest of it. What uh, stood out from the other lists for everyone? I really like the first one, um, James McCormick's list. The one that's getting 20, round one. Is that you who you playing? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this list is really good. It's got four big monsters, six Feldraks and four Chosen Knights. Yeah. So, like, a lot of really difficult hit points to take. And then the I mean, I, yeah, I, I'd, agree, I'd agree with Henry there. I, I, I think that's got an awful lot of, of meat. Uh you know, I mean, he's going to just push that at you. And what are you going to do? I mean, there's no easy points there at all. you got to fight something. And he's going to push multiple combats. How do you buff them all? Um, he, generally, unless you're buffing, I reckon he probably wins most of them. It's, it's a good list, that. I like that. Have you not seen zombies in combat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You give them yeah. lethal strike. Uh, oh, they shit themselves. <laughs> I actually, I don't like the list that much, James. With the greatest respect, again, it's down to players. I don't like Feldrack Elders with Halberd. Uh, Andrew, do yeah. you have a Cultus ev- Evocation? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the Giants with the Giant Clubs. I don't, I don't know. I just, I think I prefer Feldrack's Elders with either paired weapons or great weapons go one way or the other. The Halberd, you get stuck with Parry or you get stuck on something. I get stuck on something. I do like the Feldrax though. The six fail tracks, but again, halberds. I don't like. I prefer the paired weapons if you want to take out the infantry, or the great weapons if you want to go into things with armor. The list that <laughs> sticks out. It would be better for him to differentiate, like have something with paired weapons. Hmm. Yeah, give him a different option. You need an answer. I mean, the greed warriors are really nice. I was I was tempted to take a unit of um, twenty one warriors with greed. Uh, sorry, twenty warriors with greed with the um, with the helmor and jump them around. Um, but as I said, I, I changed the list around a little bit. Um, just because of points. But the, the list actually jumps out for me a little bit that I quite like the look of to see how he does with it because I don't rate them yet. Is, are the Chimeras and the uh, the Wasteland Behemoth? Mm. Um, I don't know how Shane is as a player. I know the uh, the 10 chosen with Great Weapons and Wrath, they are an absolute bitch to move. Um, and you don't want them charging you. It's all Wrath. Um, but again, I don't know if he comes up against a Dwarf player. <laughs> He's, uh, he's quiet. <laughs> think, um, Kevin, Kevin's list is um, a bit similar to what's been played in Denmark at the moment. With the, the battle shrines are really good. Um, 
But um, and one thing that I'm not seeing in any list is is no portals. Yeah. And mm. in, in Denmark, everyone is playing with the portals because it's really fucking broken. And I, I'm surprised that no one's playing with it in the UK. Well, so I I was running one, um, and I was using a great green idol model. I was using the um, uh, the model from uh, Forge World as the uh, the great green idol as the Hellmore. Uh, but you can't put for, uh, Feldrak Elders through. And also, the sorcerer doesn't get the armor. So every time you chuck him through the portal, he was taking toxic hits, which I didn't realize until I played with it a few times. Um, but you're right. I think that that portal is really good. It just it, it bends what units you take. Um, and that's why I, I want to play with the wretched ones. I want to play with the, the sake of the one of the elders. So I dropped it. The Hellmore with, with two portals is... Um... Uh, it's much more expensive than it used to be because they tried to nerf it, didn't they? But I still think it's a bad option. Yeah, it just affects everything from deployment all the way through to the play style of the game, but you really have to build your list around it. I mean, what Kev's doing there with uh, Master on Evo with um, the Ledger uh, and Veilwalker, you know, he, he's going to be accumulating an awful lot of Veil tokens and uh, and, and he's going to be putting out a lot. There's a lot of firepower coming out of those um, those battle shrines. Uh, and meanwhile, he's running at you. Uh, and when he gets there, he's going to make a mess. I'm a little bit worried about his, his lack of chaff. Um, Warhounds are difficult to control. Um, but Ke- you know what Kev's like? Just gives you the wall, doesn't he? And just runs at you. Uh, and some The, the warrior knights are really nice with the wrath. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well... I know exactly who he stole the most from. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in fact, he's actually borrowing my models because, of course, the Lord's going to go in there, as, and then that makes the, you know that 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 wrath block with the Lord in it makes a hell of a mess, especially with Idle Spite that he's got in there. Has he got the great weapon? No, he's got he's got Burning Portent on it as well. Ooh, now that unit could take out the Merc block. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They're going to be. That's the problem. Going They're going to be going first, though, aren't they? So twenty-one hits plus twenty-six, so twenty-seven hits, hitting on threes. Oh yeah, fours with parry. <laughs> you know, yeah, the wrath is the wrath struggles a bit with the great weapons. But as soon as you go into anything with parry, you struggle. Because it just takes a small die spike, and then you miss, and then you get then, absolutely. Then you get plus one to hit against you. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, get, get battered back is bones. the problem. Yeah. It's actually why my my entire army was red because I was painting it with a wrath theme, and now surprisingly nothing's got wrath in it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I dropped it um, because of the weakness of the the being hit back. You, uh, the chosen knights can't cope with it. The gluttony is much better. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I I, I think I read because I was looking at the Ledger of Souls with Evo. But the Evo says as soon as you have uh, less than three Veil tokens in your pool, you can generate one. Um, yeah. So he's yeah. not getting the attribute from the ledger. It just enables him to... I think that's the one where you just get additional Veil tokens from... Can you take up to six, or is that the one where you take Veil tokens that's whenever people die around six, you? But yeah, yeah, so he's obviously going to be sacrificing Barbarians to be boosting um, uh, Veil tokens for his next magic fate. So. You, you can't actually so. get you can't get uh, veil tokens for sacrificing barbarians. Oh no! But when they die, how's he? Yeah, when they yeah die, he's got he hasn't got occultism. Yeah. yeah, 
You mean he's just chucking yeah. him into a combat to watch him die to, to just generate Veil tokens, yeah? Yeah, so Ledger, give, Ledger allows to that, you though. to accumulate them. Mm. And he's, I'm looking for the icon of the infinite. Has he got icon of infinite that allows yeah. him to carry more? I can't see it. But yeah, it's on his battle shrine. Oh, yeah, there Another it is. Yeah, the battle shrine, yeah. yeah, so that's going to allow him to build up and then carry, uh, which presumably once he gets into combat, he'll then be evoing everything. And um, The problem is in the field, though, he's got a battle shrine with a sorcerer on the top. And there are a shed load of war machines that can take like 915 points. Um, yeah. This is the problem Tony was finding when he was playing with it. It just, it died most games. It just bled points. But it's, it's, it's good to see the build. It's nice to see you don't have any Warriors build, which is identical, isn't it? you got yeah. a bit of everything, which is a real testament to the book. Okay. So if I had to put you guys to it then, of the, of the five, who's making your best in race? Tanker. Tanker, strong choice. <laughs> Even when playing, he still gets it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with uh, James. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go with Paul. I'm also going to go with Paul. What, McNeil? Yeah. Oh, no. I meant Paul Goldberg. Oh, controversial. <laughs> dun, dun, uh... Uh, I got too much of a big head. I'm going with myself because I don't. I, I, I'm just going to smash the field up. And if I don't vote for myself, what's the point of going to a tournament? <laughs> I'm taking 20. I fucking just flagellated myself on my podcast when we did my list. You can, at least you can just take a knee. No. 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 No, in all honesty, I'll be lucky if I get 50 points this tournament because I just don't know how to play with the list. Um, I think that's going to be a bit You're going to be the first-time Warriors. James is the first-time Warriors player. And uh, Shane is the first-time Warriors player. I mean, you're all experienced. First-time playing Warriors. Um, Paul is a Warriors fetish man um, he knows exactly what he's doing he's been playing that list for a long time and I think people will underrate that list mm. so the only thing that might fuck Paul is that his, his luck is absolutely horrendous <laughs> um, so he just might not get the dice to carry the day through but um, going on the list I'm going to say Paul cool alrighty so that is us at the end um, so the only thing left to do is uh, discuss is going to be on that podium date oh uh, so, of all the lists discussed, um, who are your top three? So, to remind everyone, Paul and I, Paul, my Paul, did this last time for us. Um, I chose John Turner, Fraz, and Barry as my podium. To which Jack Austin went on Twitter and had to be bitch because he never got chosen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Who's going to make that podium? Uh, I think it's hard to argue against John with those ogres. And he knows what he's doing with them as well. Yeah. And it, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's a horrid list, and he's going to do well with that. I definitely think the dwarves are going to be up there just because of the the nature of the field. They've they've bought the artillery, and everybody else has bought monsters. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I definitely think John's up there. Barry's got potential, but I think he's going to struggle when he comes to the top tables. Yeah, he's fights against those. Reckless. Yeah. Okay, so I think. Um, Vermin Swarm have got a chance, but again, I'm I'm too biased towards Vermin Swarm. I think they're they're better than they are in some cases. Again, I'm just looking at all these lists, thinking how are they going to compete against all these dwarfs? <laughs> yeah, and they don't all come off very well, do they? I don't know. anybody Anybody else got any particular ones that jump out on them apart from John? Uh, so I, and myself, is... obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I've been thinking about this um, all day, and. Um... <laughs> 
nothing else has crossed my mind. Um, <laughs> and, um, I reckon. I think. I think. Yeah, you're gonna have to go a long way to to to, to beat John. I think his um, he knows what he's doing, and his list is bent as. Um, I think Gareth Barton's VC list. I, I, I think that's a really strong list. I, I can see some 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 good stuff there. And thirdly, and perhaps surprisingly, uh, because he deserves a good showing, and I rate him Paul Gottbold. I'll behave. <laughs> I know we're sharing a roommate, but that's too much. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I think it's been coming for a while, mate. I think this is uh, this is your time. I don't know. I think if I've been playing with this for a good period of a year and tied it up a bit, I think maybe, but no. Oh, but thank you for the... I appreciate that, mate. Thank you. (laughs) That's all right, mate. Right, Henry, from an outside view, what do you think? Hmm. It's quite hard. I've got got four four choices. Okay. So I think, as we said, uh, John... John is uh, is a pretty good contender for the the best list. Um, I think one of the dwarf lists will be top three. Mm. Whether that's Terry's, Shane's, or Fraser's, I don't know. But uh, that's that's I would say John and dwarves. Okay. And yeah. I've got two other picks as well. Okay. I think it, it it's going to be between um, a Warriors list, which could be either Kev's or James's Warriors list. And my outside pick is actually going to be the Infernal Dwarves. Knowing what they do. I, I don't know what the guy, the player's like, but uh, I reckon I quite like the list. I think it's, it, it's sneaky good. Yes, right. it comes back round again. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I think it comes down a lot to, to who plays who at what time, as it always does at a tournament. Yeah. And then it's going to come down to player ability. So as you say, I think John's up there, um, just because he's got that list. I think Gareth Barton's a good shout because he's always done well. But I don't think that list is going to be good enough to take him through, especially if he comes up against dwarves. I think, I think the dwarves are going to ruin it for everybody. I really do. I don't see how these dwarf lists are not going to be up on the top. I think they're going to do well, and then they're going to lose maybe one game small, and then get a big win in their final game just to put them up on the podiums. Yeah, I think the dwarfs are going to kind of like bottleneck those tables. They're just going to float in that kind of top quarter and just mm. ruin people's weekends. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, just ban dwarfs in your tournament next year, Andrew. Don't don't, <laughs> don't tempt me. That's a really good idea. <laughs> That's what Tony and I are talking about in our next tournament. <laughs> no dwarves. <laughs> Sod off. There are many, loads of tournaments you can play in the year. No dwarves in this one. Uh, right, so that kind of brings us to the end. Um, before we wrap up, uh, I've been instructed to thank the sponsors. So a big thank you to all the companies who have sponsored the Scottish Championships, which include uh, Cromlick, Creature Caster, Last Sword Miniatures, Shield with Miniatures, Green Stuff World and Game Mat EU. You can follow all the podcasts on the day. I'm sure we'll all be tweeting in the such. Um, the I don't have Twitter. You don't. Uh, Henry doesn't have Twitter because he's living in 1920. Uh, the hashtag <laughs> is TSC2020. On Twitter, Paul, where can the people find you? At the Godbold. At the Godbold. Uh, Big Game yeah. Hunter. At Matt Paris. 
And you can get the Madgate guys and the Wildling guys at Scottish Ninth Age. I think that's all we've got to say. Do you guys want to shout out if any email things or if anyone wants to message you guys? Nah, no one no one sends me emails anyway. Nah, no one sends, no one sends us emails anyway. Forget- I get shed loads of spam. I don't know if you guys get the same things, but I don't know how many um, African princes are trying to contact us about the millions <laughs> that we're entitled to. <laughs> we got really excited when we first started getting the first emails through and we quickly got bored. <laughs> we used to get abuse from Tommy Tucker, but even he's lost interest. Yeah, I think he's got a girlfriend as well. Oh, okay, that explains it. Either that or a new tractor. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess we'll just wrap up this monstrosity. Um, a massive thank you to Paul, Matt and Henry for giving us the evening and coming on. Um, it's been great chatting to you guys hey. and uh, really looking forward to next weekend. Yeah, me too. I actually realised today that it's actually like next weekend. It's very soon, very soon. It's literally like when I, I'm back from Hamburg next week, and then I'm back on Wednesday and flying on Friday. Oof. It's like very, very, very soon. How did you get that past the missies? Um, <laughs> on the phone? <on> the... <laughs> <That's a> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, no comment. <laughs> well, basically, like, I, I got a free pass for most things because she, she did an internship in the Faroe Islands. Okay. So that's if if no one knows where the Faroe Islands are, it's like in <laughs> some like some tiny islands between Scotland and Iceland, and it's very difficult to get there. And like when you arrive there, it's very difficult to get anywhere on the island. So she was supposed to do a three month internship, and it ended up being a nine month internship. Bloody hell! So basically, I have a free pass pretty much to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> You spent nine right. months in the fucking Faroe Islands. <laughs> I can't remember the weekend Scotland. Scotland. Three days. Yeah. <laughs> There's only like one ferry a week, and when it's shitty weather, it doesn't run. And basically, um, yeah. Stuck there. yeah. Yeah. There was a few times where I was like flying there or flying home, and it's like, yeah, the flight's been cancelled because it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always windy. The of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's a cool place, though. If you ever want to visit, I recommend it. There you go. And if the Faroe Islands are ever interested in sponsoring Madgate Radio, we are open to offers. <laughs> um, and then on that note, we will catch you on the next one. See you later, guys. Cheers, Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'll drop for first and blow my